It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Hey, y'all. Thanks for taking the time to listen. I'm counting down the best seven bits of the week based on your engagement, you know, through social media, online, phone calls. I count down the biggest segments of the week from seven to one. And my personal favorite part along the way, I'll bring in members from the show to talk about some behind the scenes from those segments that did so well. And we'll, you know, most of the time we talk about this segment or we go on random tangents or I just bring everybody who's hanging out after the show in and we talk about random things because this is all fun. And the whole point of this is so y'all can get to know the show that much more. This weekend, I'm going to be talking to Amy, Lunchbox, and Mike D specifically about some of the big segments. And then, yeah, I'm totally bringing everybody else on for a cameo. You know, just wait for that. But right now, we're going to start at number seven. Monday was International Women's Day. We spent the entire show inspiring and motivating our audience with some incredible women. Amy hosted the show that day, and throughout the show, we did some 90-second International Women's Day reports. Each person from the show got to do a presentation on somebody in history that inspired them. Number seven. 90-second presentation for International Women's Day. Amy, who do you have over there? Robin Roberts. Okay, here we go. Amy is now doing Robin Roberts. And begin. So make your mess your message. This is something I learned from my girl, Robin Roberts. Her mom often said it to her, encouraging Robin not to hide, but to share more of herself when life threw her some curveballs. This became the catalyst for her success. Now, a lot of us know Robin from Good Morning America, but she's been killing it way before then. She was a basketball star at Southeastern Louisiana University and was later inducted into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. Throughout school, she stayed close to her true passion in broadcast journalism, which really began to take root in her life when she landed a sportscaster position on ESPN. Now, she certainly has an impressive resume, but it's her vulnerability that has captured our hearts. She inspired us all when she courageously invited us to walk alongside her as she faced two life-threatening illnesses, her 2020 primetime special, Robin's Journey, and her best-selling book, Everybody's Got Something, became her platforms for sharing her story, making her mess her message, and encouraging those on a similar path. Robin is a trailblazer and an inspiring leader for all women, and I'm honored to call her friend, being that we occasionally DM on Twitter. (laughs) Okay, maybe we've DM'd like twice, but still, (laughs) she's my friend, and I look up to her, so thank you, Robin, for all that you do, and just being an inspiration to me, because we have a lot in common, you know? She played basketball, I played seventh grade basketball, she's in media, I'm in media, she has... Makes her mess her message. We have Pimp and Joy. Love you, Robin. Right, there it is. Some Amy, everybody. Yeah. All right, Raymundo, you're up next. 90-second presentation for International Women's Day. Yeah, Bobby, I have Little Peanut from Brooklyn. Wait, what? Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's okay. the title of your book report. I'm already intrigued. All right, I'm starting your 90 seconds. Go ahead. She was really short, wasn't good at ballet, piano, or dancing. She didn't even think she was going to be famous. But she was a good talker, and she always enjoyed court shows, so she knew law was going to be what she did. There weren't many women in the field, no lawyers, judges really that were women. It was a male-dominated industry. So she went to law class. There were 126 men and one woman. That woman, Judge Judy. She didn't fit in. She was treated a little different, but that drove her. 
She was the only woman in her class, and she finished by the age of 23. All the dudes were still in law school, probably going to parties, taking forever. She was already in the jury system at that age of 23, which is crazy. They said it was extremely fast. She was petite, but that didn't stop her behind the desk. She was known as the toughest judge in America. She did over 20,000 cases, and get this, that was before she was even on TV. She didn't get the show till she was 53 years old. It was a 60 minutes interview. They just came in, interviewed her, and said, wow, this lady is a pit bull and fierce, and there you go. After that, she gets the show. The rest is history in a male-dominated field. And, oh, yeah, she became the highest-paid TV host, making over $147 million. Male or female, she's the highest-paid. Neighborhoods are now safe. <laughs> I'm actually a little scared of little peanut from Brooklyn, Judge Judy. Hey, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. good. Wow. Uh, her net worth is $440 million. Gosh. It's International Women's Day. Yeah. Amy, tell everybody what today's show is all about. It's all about lifting up women and encouraging everyone listening, male and female, to reach out to someone in your life that inspires and encourages you and find a way to support women on the daily. So about a week ago, I gave everybody the task of you had to come up with a report on a historical woman, celeb, historical figure, musician, entrepreneur. It didn't matter, really. I mean, I'd say historical. History is all in the eye of the beholder, I guess. And so, Eddie, I'll let you go now with yours. Okay, here we go. You have 90 seconds. Who is yours about? The amazing woman that I chose to do my report on is Carol Kay. Now, Carol Kay, you may not know her name, but you definitely have heard her work. In the last 50 years, Carol Kay has played on over 10,000 recordings as a studio musician. Wow. She plays the guitar, but mostly known for her work on the bass guitar. In the 1960s and 70s, she recorded bass lines for so many artists, including the Beach Boys, Elvis, Glen Campbell, the Monkees, Frank Sinatra. The list goes on and on. Here are a few songs that Carol played on that you just might recognize, starting with Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. You may also have heard this song, A Little Less Conversation, by Elvis Presley. That's her on the bass. All this aggravation ain't Here is I'm a Believer by the Monkees. Then I saw her face. <laughs> now I'm a believer. And then, of course, we all know Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. That's Carol on the bass as well. She also recorded and helped create some of these famous, famous popular TV show themes, including the Brady Bunch, Hawaii Five O, and the original Batman song. To the Batmobile. We even play some of Carol's music on the show here. Whenever Lunchbox does some uh, hidden mic stuff, yeah. she also helped create Mission Impossible. <laughs> In 2020, Rolling Stone magazine ranked K number five in its top 50 greatest bases of all times. A lot of the times, these uh, session players don't get the recognition, so I felt I needed to shine a little spotlight on Carol K, the baddest woman around. International Women's Day, I have Oprah Winfrey. It's who I've chosen. Love it. 90-second presentation for International Women's Day. Oprah was born in Mississippi to an unmarried teenage mother. You know her name's Orpa? No. Her birth certificate, O-R-P-A-H. Wow. Because it was after the biblical figure in the book of Ruth, but people kept saying Oprah, so that stuck. 
but her name's Orpa. <laughs> she grew up dirt poor. Her family was really poor. She was teased at high school and in school for uh, wearing dresses made of potato sacks. She also didn't get her first pair of shoes until she was six years old. Oprah graduated from East Nashville High in 1971, attended Tennessee State University, began her college. After college, she began her television career on Channel 5 in Nashville. And so she's doing local news. She went to Baltimore. And then here she is talking about getting fired from that job in Baltimore. I was not a good television reporter. I was too emotional. I was making $22,000 a year. When, once I got demoted, they didn't want to pay out my contract. I was making $25,000 a year. They didn't want to pay me the $25,000. Right. So they kept me on and said, we'll put you on this talk show just to run out your contract. It was called People Are Talking. And that consolation prize took off. Yeah. <laughs> She eventually became the host of the Oprah Winfrey Show, which aired for 25 seasons. Her most, what do you think her, her biggest watch interview was? Tom Cruise. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh. oh. 1993, became the most watched interview of all time with 36 million viewers in the United States. She was a billionaire, $2.6 billion. Uh, she is the richest African-American of the 20th century. In 2009, the last 10 minutes of her show confirmed that Oprah would cease. September 9th, 2011, here she is talking about why she's leaving the show. So why walk away and make next season the last? Here is the real reason. I love this show. This show has been my life. And I love it enough to know when it's time to say goodbye. 25 years feels right in my bones and it feels right in my spirit. It's the perfect number. The exact right time. The best to ever do it. She was once told she wasn't good enough to do it. Crazy. And now she's a billionaire and interviewing Prince Harry and Markle. Whatever they're Megan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Prince Harry and Markle. Meghan Markle. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, there you go. She is who I chose today. Up left is Morgan number two in Lunchbox. Morgan, you're up first. Well, I have Dolly Parton. All right, here we go. 90-second presentation for International Women's Day. Dolly Parton is a legendary singer-songwriter, performer, actor, philanthropist, and just an all-around cultural icon. And yes, she even has her own theme park. Out of the thousands of songs she's written, her biggest hits include Jolene. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I Will Always Love You, 9 to 5, Code of Many Colors, and Islands in the Stream with Kenny Rogers. And that's just to name a few. And Dolly didn't get where she is without being multi-talented. There's at least eight instruments we know of that Dolly can play, including the banjo, saxophone, guitar, and piano. Dolly Parton didn't always have things easy, though. She grew up very poor and was one of 12 kids. During her first performance on the syndicated television show, The Porter Wagner Show, she was booed off stage. And now she's been married to her husband, Carl Dean, for 55 years this May. She founded the Imagination Library to make sure kids all over had access to books. And that was in honor of her father, who was never able to read or write. And that program has since given out over 150 million books. Dolly's ability to have fans of all walks of life and continually inspire those fans is what makes her legendary. But not only that, she turned down Elvis Presley's request to record one of her famous songs. She's been nominated for a Grammy 50 times. She wrote her first song at the age of five, and she holds two Guinness World Records. I totally stan Dolly Parton. There it is. Good one. 
And wrapping up our presentations today, Lunchbox, who are you doing? Someone by the name of Anime Bullock. Okay, I also, think, yeah, also, okay, here also, we go. Yeah. Here we go, hit it. <laughs> 90 second presentation for International Women's Day. Let me introduce you to Anime Bullock. Oh, you don't know that name. Does the name Tina Turner ring a bell? That's right. From (laughs) Nutbush City, Tennessee. The one, the only Tina Turner. She wants to teach all of you women and all you kids and all you people out there. If you want something, you go get it. She was in a club in St. Louis. She sees Ike's band up there. She's like, I want to sing. She goes up to Ike and says, let me sing on that mic. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'll call you. He never calls. So during intermission, she gets on the mic and sings. And Ike's like, this girl's amazing. Says, you're going to be in my band. And then Ike writes a song for another dude, and they go to the rec- studio to record it. The guy never shows up. And Tina Turner says, I'll sing it, sings it, and that's what gets them the record deal. It was supposed to be a demo, and it was just supposed to be thrown in the trash. Ike and Tina, the review, they go on to have huge success, make Grammys. They're nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But, <laughs> but... <laughs> Ike is a jerk, yeah. abusive. He beats Tina, and she's tired of it. So finally, one night, they land in Dallas. On the way to the hotel, he beats her. She sneaks out of the hotel and hides, and she files for divorce, and she walks into that courtroom, and she says, I don't want any of the money. I don't want the houses. All I want is my name. And Ike Turner had trademarked Tina Turner. So she wasn't going to be able to get it. She said, that's all I want because I want to be able to perform. And she got the name. And for seven years, she performed at hotels and things. And she was just a novelty act. Then she hits it out of the park with Let's Stay Together. She does the cover. That, whoa. She does Private Dancer. Two weeks, she makes the album. She goes on to sell over 100 million records. Do you understand? She's in a Guinness Book of World Records. She was performing for 180,000 people in Brazil, the most ever for a single artist at that time. She is one of the greatest of all time, 12 Grammy Awards. She was the first female and first black artist on the cover of Rolling Stone. So if you want something, you go get it. That is Tina Turner, and I'm going to cry. There it is. Nice shot. Way laughing. Because he's he very just, passionate. He loves yeah, he Tina loves Turner, Turner and he always has, and I, I love seeing him. I'm so telling passionate. you guys, there wasn't a lot written down in front of him. That was all no, from his heart. No, he was. Well, just, obviously, because yeah. he didn't time it, it was about four minutes long. <laughs> hey, her, her, her tour in 1988, over four million fans, the most ever for a female artist. Dang. Hey, Scuba, we've been trying to get Tina Turner for like oh 10 God. years. Don't listen. Oh, really? Listen. And no one's been at oh. we, We've tried to get her for probably 15 years. I did, I, did not know, I did not know this. I'll get her on. If you're okay with it, I'll put her on the show. Would love to have her on. All we've right, we've tried it. unsuccessfully for years. Okay, I'll do it. Listen, she has the, the thing on HBO Max coming out, and she's up for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If we can get her on. Oh, that's true. The HBO Max thing may actually be oh my gosh, a way in to go. We'd like to interview her. Can I at least ask one question, though, when I, she comes on? You can ask all the questions. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show with Amy Brown. So I became a mom three years ago when I adopted two kids from Haiti. And as for my 13-year-old daughter, I really hope that our relationship builds up her self-esteem. Like, I want her to know that she is loved, that she is awesome, and that she has the ability to grow up and do anything she wants. I also want her to know that I'm always in her corner and she'll never have to be alone. And, you know, that's what I want for the 
women that listen to our show. Like whatever they're going through, I don't want them to feel alone. I want to empower them by sharing and highlighting other women's stories, stories of perseverance that offer a lot of hope. International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. If you're new to our show, our hardcore listeners are known as the B Team, and they recently created a Facebook page that has, oh my gosh, like 30,000 followers on it, and it's this really tight-knit group of fans who are so kind to each other, like probably the nicest Facebook group on Facebook, and I know that seems like a stretch because it's Facebook, but it's real. So they ask a lot of questions on there. I went on there and pulled a bunch of things that they wanted to know about the show. So the segment coming up is us answering some frequently asked questions on the BBS B Team Facebook page. But since we did that on the show, I'm also going to do a little bonus edition of questions. I had our B Team members give us some more random questions to answer. And I brought everybody who's hanging out in the studio after the show. So we got phone screener Abby, Scuba Steve, Mike D, Lunchbox, Eddie, Raymundo. Yeah. Present. Everybody's hanging out with me you right now. You how no one else said anything after this other name except you two? Just let her talk. It's okay. It's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Coach, anytime I can get the catchphrase in there. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't crack that time either. Very proud. Thank you. Okay. First question. It's so important. What is your favorite cheese? Raymundo, I'm starting with you. I'm actually a really big cheese guy, and my wife loves making cheese plates. I'm going to go pepper jack just because there's a little bit of jalapeno in there, the spice. So that's my solid number one. All right. Pepper jack. Got one. Abby, what's yours? I guess I'll say cheddar. I don't even know why. I just... Plain old cheddar. Uh, yes, I guess very basic cheddar. Oh, but yeah. there's different mild, sharp, sharp, cheddar. dark oh cheddar, yes. white cheddar, white, white cheddar, white cheddar, pork Anderson. cheddar. So many things. Okay. Yep. All right. Cheddar. We got we got white cheddar, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Scuba. I'm going with Gruyere cheese. Excuse me. It's How do you the, spell it? It's uh, like it's like G R U Y. Google the rest of it. G R E. I think. Yeah. Gruyere cheese. Gruyere cheese. I always pronounce it wrong, but it's basically the cheese is. The foundation of a mac and cheese that I make, lobster mac and cheese, and it has a little bit of a hint of like a oh, stink to you it. You mean Velveeta then? Well, yeah. Velveeta. Yeah. I think yeah, it's we like the fancy Velveeta. Velveeta. Yeah, <laughs> but it's really, really good. I think it's like a white color. It's delicious. Okay. Mike, what's yours? Well, I'm vegan now, so I don't eat any cheese, but when I did, it was... No, but he does have one day a year that he <laughs> is it, eats Is that a trigger, food? Mike? Is that a trigger? Got it real good. I don't eat cheese, but when I do, I like... Uh, it's just Mexican <laughs> queso blanco when I do eat cheese. Oh. Okay, and correct me if I'm wrong, queso blanco, like in Mexican food, isn't what we actually think it is in American, Probably right? not, no. So what is queso blanco? I mean, you can put it on tacos and it's really good, but it's not like the creamy cheese you're thinking of. Like, it's not like queso that you get from it's a It's like straight Mexican up from a cow. My grandma would make it fresh, so. Lunchbox? Melted cheese. So you can make queso. Okay. I mean, but like, oh is no, there no, a listen, specific listen. cheese? I, no, no, no. I, I eat whatever. Just melt it. You should ask how you pre- how you prepare your cheese. What kind of cheese? Like, yeah. No, like, no. I understand, kinds? but you guys came up with all these names. Here's the thing. No, they didn't come up with them. They're actually named. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> we just yeah. made up random cheese names. I couldn't tell you more than three cheeses: feta cheese, Swiss cheese, cheddar cheese. Those are the only three. Oh, I don't know, pepper jack. I've had that and one. American. Yeah. There's a. No, that's cheddar. Yeah. That's on your cheeseburger. Amer- no, American's different than cheddar. Really? I think we're blowing Lunchbox's mind with cheese <laughs> There's right more now. than three no, cheeses? No, no. That's what I'm you saying. ever heard of blue cheese? Oh, I've heard you of that heard one. Of okay, cheese? so now I've heard five. Mm-hmm. 
Goat cheese? Goat cheese. Gorgonzola? I'm, brie cheese? No, no, no. What you guys are saying Seven, is... Eight. No, what you guys don't understand is I'm saying I don't know the difference mozzarella? in Mozzarella? If you put it in front of me, I eat the cheese. <laughs> that you eat on pizza? If oh, you, it's mozzarella? Yeah. If uh-huh. you had a straight-up charcuterie board, you would taste the difference in cheese. They no, are no, very no, different. No, I'm saying I know there is a difference in the taste of them, but I don't know their names. You put it in front of me, I eat it. That's it. I, I okay. don't know the names of the cheese. Morgan number two, just move on, please. So he's he's like just a little, you know, we... So we'll go dad, with Swiss cheese. Yeah. Nice. There okay. you go. All right. I mean, he's kind of like... I, I hate to tell you, I eat a lot more cheese than that, but I don't know their names. I just eat them. And I got to tell you, it's fun playing games with this guy. Jeez, <laughs> it's a fun game, man. Why? Because I'm not sophisticated enough to know the, all the types of cheeses out there. Sorry, I'm not insert. a snoot. The top I, 10 cheeses in I, America. I, sorry, I'm not like Eddie. I'm so sophisticated. I can't yeah, even taste yeah. wine, even though I claim to be a oh, this wine connoisseur. Lunchbox is plugging his nose. All right. We, we took some shots like fired in the <laughs> he, studio. He's doing rolls today. I know. All right, Eddie, what's your favorite Mine's cheese? Mine's easy. You think I'm going to go sophisticated. I know about these other cheeses, and actually, I don't like them because I liked Old craft singles. You gotta just buy them at the grocery store. You take the plastic off, put them on a sandwich. It gets no better than a craft single. All so what kind of cheese is American. that? American. All craft reminds me of is like the trend where people slap the cheese on people's faces. <laughs> Lunchbox now. did that I can't to baby. See it any other way? <laughs> I did sure. do it to my baby. I forgot to do it to baby number two. No, and did, don't worry about it. Now he's a year old, so I wonder if it's too late. Nah, yeah, I mean, there's like ass. adults doing it to each other. I mean, it's, it's pretty fine. funny. That trend was awesome. <laughs> That's I couldn't a, believe he did that when he did that. Yeah, just Why? You threw it in your kid's face, and he's like having a good old time. Boom! Gets slapped with cheese, and he's like, That's so rude. I all for the internet, right? All for the gram, you know what I'm saying? Follow me, Radio Lunchbox. Yeah, on Cameo. Okay, well. You, you, can, hey, you can also hit me on Cameo, too. Yeah, I wear hats. Okay, now we're inserting social media Wait, he, names. Hey, Morgan number two, you never told us your cheese. It's Manchego. See, it's a, get out of here. I mean, I, I'm a big, I am, hey, hold on, listen. Manchego, listen. guys. No one's ever heard of that. Listen, vegetarian, not vegan, vegetarian, so I do eat a lot of cheese. Manchego. And I love charcuterie boards. I love to make them just for dinner sometimes. Like, that is just sometimes my meal. And Manchego with jam and on a cracker is magical, and I'm telling you once you've had it it will change your life yeah you're right manchego cheese is made in the la mancha region of spain for milk of sheep of the manchega breed yep it is aged between 60 days and two years that sounds rotten it has a firm (laughs) and compact consistency okay you drink wine from a barrel for like 60 days still though it's cheese don't mess with that (laughs) so yeah it sounds pretty good it is it's a very special cheese is that expensive uh yeah but if you get it from trader joe's like five bucks for like a block yeah, and then you can like shred it. Yeah. Oh, there's Steve's mm-hmm. Gurry cheese. It's uh, people also search Gurry <laughs> cheese. Gurry. <laughs> it's now curry, but cheese. Steph Gurry cheese. <laughs> okay, we're moving on to the next one, y'all. Describe yourself in three fictional characters. Who already has theirs? No, I'll go to no. you first. Okay, I'll I'll let y'all think for a minute. I'll share mine. Mine is Jess from New Girl, Joey from Friends. And Kara from Supergirl. So all three, like, embody me. Joey really loves food. I'm all about food. Jess from New Girl just lives her life exactly how she wants to. No apologies. And, you know, Kara from Supergirl is obviously Supergirl, so she's kind of B.A. So those are just, you know, how I feel I represent myself. Okay. Not sure that I do, though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Joey from, from Friends because I love food and I love talking about food. So, yeah. 
Who, does does somebody else have theirs? Abby looks ready. I, I see do. written down. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, mine are well, mine are very fictional. They are the seven dwarfs. Well, three of them. It's sleepy, happy, and bashful. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so dumb. You you That's definitely are yeah. bashful for I sure. Am, I hate it. I like when I'm around all my like friends or you know people I've known a long time or my family. I'm not, but when I'm like uncomfortable or whatever, I'm like bashful. But, yeah, and then I'm always sleepy, and then I try to be happy all the time. So there's mine. Yeah, I would agree with all of those. But bashful can be endearing. So okay. I would say it's a good quality. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, I try yeah. to be less because then I'm just weird. <laughs> so instead know. of bashful, we're like, sleepy. I mean, you're showing us really that you're so yeah. bashful right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, who else has their list? Okay. Uh, my first one is Silent Bob from Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> I don't say much, but when I do, it's usually pertaining to it and it tried to be funny. I feel like that's... Yeah, you, you have some really one solid one-liners. I have a Millhouse from The Simpsons because he's nerdy. <laughs> and then I have uh, Peter Parker, who is oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. But wait, but, but <laughs> which Peter wolf. Parker? Hold well, on. I have a scar on my hand from when I got bit by a black widow as a kid. Oh. I almost died. Do you have wow. spider webs coming so out of your fingers? I would like to hope that some... Year it like kicks in and yeah. I have spider powers. But this is important. Which Peter Parker? Which actor? Probably Toby Maguire. Hey, you know what? You become <sighs> Spider Man. You know that I always supported you, Mike D. Eddie didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm man. here for it. Hey, Mike, trust me, me. When you become Spider Man, I'll let you know that I didn't believe in you either, dude. <laughs> you don't think you'll become Spider Man? No, I, I got. I, I'll take those odds. <laughs> Hey, I still believe it. You never know, okay? Does anybody else have theirs ready? Uh, I kind of got mine, yeah. Okay. Um, I would say Mickey Mouse because I love to have fun and I like to laugh a lot and I'm kind of outgoing in a sense of Mickey Mouse. Um, <laughs> another one would be Steve Carell because I, I have a good Is intentions. he a fictional character? I think yeah. he's a real human. No, I'm sorry like, to Steve Carell. I mean, Michael Scott. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. good point. No, you're right. You're actually right in this, in this uh, case yeah, here. You're never right, like, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is not new here. Yeah, but his his character, Steve Carell, uh, his character, Michael Scott, where I have good intentions and a lot of times, or not a lot of times, but sometimes I'll say things or I'll, or I'll accidentally say something with no malicious intent. And I realized that after the fact, like, holy crap, that was pretty, it was wrong or it was mean. Perfect example, that woman who works here in our company, I called her a man, and then we found oh, out yeah. she wasn't a man. Yeah. And then I, talk, I oh, told yeah. someone you else in our company. Oh, yeah, you want to hear that segment? Just go back to bobbybones.com. It's up there. And then the third character would have to be... <sighs> you didn't write something down? I didn't write something down. What do you guys think would be my third character? I mean, it has to be something scuba with Steve. scuba. How about scuba Steve? Oh, sure. Let's just go with that. Let's go with the softball. <laughs> scuba Steve from Big Daddy. There you okay. go. Yeah. yeah. I would say Bull from Night Court. Dun, dun, okay. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> he's the big tall bald yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Amy, uh, is it just Mor- because he's bald? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know kinda, who that is. Yeah, Morgan number two and Abby are like cool guys. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. No idea. Oh, never mind. Just don't, just it, it was a good. It was a good reference for those who were born in the 70s or 80s. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lunchbox, Eddie or Ray? You guys got go yours. Ahead, Eddie, I got mine. Mine's right. the the little boy from Coco. Oh gosh, here I we mean, go. That's right. I mean, they just watch you the movie. You do always have a guitar with you, so I, I see it. He does. When does he ever have a guitar with it's him? Right here. Not when you, he's in studio. Do you want me to get it? Yeah, yeah. It's right in the well, yeah, room. Because it's at work, and he doesn't always have a guitar when with him. When I go like, home, I can grab a guitar in two seconds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when he's at the grocery store, does he have a guitar with There's him? There's one no. in my car. <laughs> well, little Coco didn't have his guitar everywhere. I've never seen Coco's. I'm just. Arguing, arguing. And, and I know then I'm going to go with Fez from that 70s show. 
I don't know why. I just feel like around you guys, I'm always like Fez. <laughs> um, and then uh, my kids say I'm a lot like Homer why Simpson. Why did you just do that to us? What did we do? We're always white people. Hey, hey, and I just move on. Uh, <laughs> and then my kids think uh, I'm like Homer Simpson, so I go with Homer. That's a good one. Why yeah. did they think you're like Homer? They just say I do things like him, you know, complain about things and just sit you there. Say, nope, and drink lot. beer. No! Yeah. yeah drink <laughs> I can totally see you being Homer. cans around. <laughs> okay. I, I dig it. Ray, That's Ray, mine. you got yours? I'm stealing Joey from Friends. It's just one everybody really likes to have because he's so fun and friendly, and I feel like that's a lot of hey, what I am. You can have all of Joey. All I want is his food side. Like Joey doesn't share food. That's me. Okay. Yeah, you have everything else though. Deal. And then also Popeye because I think I can lift more than anybody on the show. Probably so. Oh. And then that could be an interesting. Competition. No, 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 he can do it 100%. Finally, Superman, just because when I go home at night, I actually wear glasses. You guys don't know this about me, and I almost turn into a Superman, a Clark Kent type thing. And I'll read. I'm, I'm, I'll give my wife massages. So it's almost like a different side of me. Is They're Clark blue Kent? blockers. Wait, I, I have a question. <laughs> They're not glasses. Does Clark Kent go and get massages? <laughs> yeah, what about Superman and <laughs> massages connect? <laughs> I never saw that episode. <laughs> I don't get that reference, and I've watched a lot of Superman. <laughs> Do you see the one where Superman massages Lois Lane? Can't say I have. <laughs> I mean, I go home and I, I mean, I sit on the couch just like Clark Kent. Oh, I mean, right. I watch TV. It's and right. I go to sleep. You know it was good, Ray, but good try, <laughs> not sure Ray. I got that reference. <laughs> All right. Lunchbox? Uh, first off, Bart Simpson. Uh, at least when I used to watch The Simpsons. He's always like, in- how old is he? 12? 10. Bart Simpson is 10. Yeah, he never ages. He never ages. I, I never age either. I'm still like a little kid. I like to have fun, and I like to do stupid little jokes and never take anything seriously, and maybe that's why I have the least responsibility on the show. But fine, whatever. <laughs> you that's, do have a little baby face, too, when you shave. Yeah, I do. I look like I'm 16. Well, if that's I not going to last, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm just telling you, and I'm, I was always in trouble in school. It reminded me of him. Uh, Barney from How I Met Your Mother. Because I thought you meant Barney like the me purple too, monster. Friend. I love you. You love me. I like to hang out at parks around kids. No. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Ba- Barney uh, from. Because in my single days, chick magnet, out of the bars, drinking, looking good, women flock to me. Okay. And what is that from? How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. You never okay. seen it? No, I haven't. Suit up. Oh, it's a great show. Oh, okay. it's so hey, good. By the way, did you ever get watched The Usual Suspects, the movie? No. Oh, I, ha- I haven't got talked you. about that. We got a yeah. really long list for me over yeah. here. It's growing by the day. <laughs> and then I also put uh, Hulk because a lot of chicks just stare at my body. <laughs> yeah, because it's so unusual. Hulk? <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're like, is that real? But like. Because like Hulk, like, Hulk's big, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you're not big. In your eyes. <laughs> oh, Hi, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> okay, so in, it, this is definitely what Lunchbox sees himself oh, wow. as. What about yeah. Joe Dirt for Lunchbox? That's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joe Dirt. Okay. I could see Doug it. Funny. You don't Doug like funny. that? Joe Same Dirt? I've never, seen, I've never seen Joe Dirt, so I've Joe seen, Dirt I mean, has I've seen a pictures whole persona. of him, but I've never seen the movie. Al Bundy? I thought about Al Bundy. Yeah. yeah. Thought about Al Bundy. There's a lot there. Okay, we'll, we'll go but on But I don't sell the... shoes, so... <laughs> Okay. I mean, no, because you made Bart Simpson literal. He's 10. You're also not a you know green monster. Like, I have a feeling we could sit here all you day know what I'm and saying? find like, He argues lunch. about Bart, but then he's just, so I make the point that he makes, and it doesn't count. Okay. Here we go. We're moving on to the next question. <laughs> Weirdo. If you could hang out with one country singer for a day, who would None it be and why? Oh, boy. I mean, really. I guess Eddie may not be participating. <laughs> 
Just How about what country artist would want to hang out with me? Okay, y'all, <laughs> that's not the question. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's not what the listeners asked. <laughs> All right. Um, now what, are we talking summertime? Are we talking wintertime? Anytime. Hey, hey, don't be creepy, Why dude. Why does don't it have to get Carrie so specific? Because summertime, Carrie Underwood. Yo. <laughs> Yo. If he picks Carrie Underwood, though, Mike, the husband's got to be there and the kid's got to be there. I know. Like, well, I, no, I, I did not say with Okay, the, no. One singer for one day. Who would it be and why? I guess you get to choose the day. Lunchbox, who are you choosing? Summertime. Carrie Underwood. See you at the pool. <laughs> okay. I'm, I don't have any commentary for that. Eddie, What's wrong with that? I I just don't I don't feel comfortable commentating on that. So I'm just gonna, you know what? Carrie Underwood has a great bod. I agree with you. She looks fantastic. No, he wants to have conversations with yes. her. intellectual conversations. I heard she's a good swimmer. She can teach me to swim. All right, <laughs> moving on. Eddie, Willie Nelson. I've hung out with him before, but uh, I did something that I always regret, and he yep. passed me one of his Willie cigarettes, and I turned it down. <laughs> I would like to do that again. Everybody wants a chance to do that I with know. Willie, and you didn't he do even, it? He even said my name, too. He was like, Eddie? And I was like, oh, I can't, oh. Willie. I'm driving. You know, I can't do it. So I'd like to relive that moment. Was Uber not a thing then? No, it wasn't. Oh. No. M- M2, M- Uber is a new thing. Yeah, it's it like... wasn't a thing then. <laughs> hey, to be it's fair, like... Uber's been a part of my life pretty much my whole adult <laughs> life, so I don't really know That's any different. That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, so I'd go with Willie. Okay, Willie. And maybe he could teach me how to swim. Yeah, I think I was going that same route as Willie for a very similar reason. Uh, before I got into country music and this whole genre, I loved Willie as well and would want to do that, almost like the Snoop Dogg of country. But to not have the same answer, I guess I'll just go with the theme. Kenny Chesney would be fun to hang out and be in Key West and be on a boat and chilling. Yeah, and that'd be cool. It'd be kind of cool. I, c- I could see you and Kenny just vibing yeah. <laughs> on a boat. Totally, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I would do. I would pick Kenny. Okay, yeah, Abby. Good one. Well, I feel like mine might be the same as Morgan's. I don't know. You might surprise us, but Shania Twain, just because I grew I up like listening her. to her and singing, and I've never met her, so I think it'd be really fun. What I would you spend all do? The whole day. What would you do? I don't even know. She always travels a lot. Like she's like on the beach right now. So. I'm and I do know. feel like she's just like empowering. Like she could just every hour on the hour be like, "Let's go, girls!" And you're like, "Yes, yes! Oh. whatever, exactly." We could just sing together. <laughs> Like every lull in the conversation, she would just stop. She could be interrupted by, let's go, girls. Could you imagine? Your life would be so hype. I'd be down for that. I need that in my life. It gets boring, like, cool, cool. Yeah. Let's go, girls. And look at this entire room when we do it. Everybody got excited. It works. Okay. Mike D, who's yours? Well, I looked up the 10 richest country artists, and Dolly Parton's at number one. Dang it, that was mine. Was? Yeah. That's Just because I want to see what a oh my D, you like, stop that. What, <laughs> what? you want to like see what? with a millionaire? Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew where he was going with that. I didn't. Okay, <laughs> a millionaire. Can you all imagine, Ray? Who's yours? Uh, obvious, don't even need to answer it. Sam Hunt, yeah, okay. What would you guys do, Ray? Play ball, uh, play by the pool, probably drink a little bit. So I can massage him like Superman. Um, <laughs> I'd go Clark Kent on him. He, he's in East Nashville, so I, I'd probably roll over to one of his house parties. Not oh. like his song. I'm not being funny, but <laughs> yeah, you were. So, so house party, play basketball, drink a little. You know that Sam song's not about a real house party, right, Ray? What's it about? Like him and the girl having a house party. <laughs> like like massages and stuff. Okay, we keep going back. That's what he meant, house party. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, mine was gonna be well, it is Dolly Parton, mostly because I'm just in love with her. Like she's just amazing in every way, and she, I just feel like living a day in Dolly Parton's shoes would just be magical. I want to know who all she's friends with. 
the the numbers she has in her phone. Like, can you just imagine being Dolly Parton and everybody wants to be friends with you? I live that life every day. <laughs> What's the All next right. question, Morgan? I, I, yeah, moving right along. <laughs> You're right. You know what, Lunchbox, you do. I mean, I, people I do. I mean, everybody wants to be my friend, so it's just the same way. Which country artist wants to be your friend? I don't. Uh, probably Keith Urban, Tim McGraw. They all want to be my friend, but you know, I don't want them to use me for my fame. Mm. <laughs> oh, you know, that's fair. Lunchbox, I want to be your friend. Well, you are my friend. That's the whole point. That's what I'm saying. Everybody oh, wants to be God, our friend, be just nice. like they want to be Dolly's friend. Everyone that listens to this show wants to be our friends. It's just like Dolly and her people that listen to her music. They want to be her friend. So we live the same life as they do. Hey, uh, Blanco, it's Lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound effect. Amazing. Uh, okay. Let me try that again. <laughs> I said uh, Blanco, Lunchbox, in Nashville. <laughs> It's the sound effect for me. Okay, we're wrapping it up with one more question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Okay, Why? fine. For me, I always loved when Zach Morris would come on set and, and he would out. like he would yeah time out and he, everyone would freeze. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I think that'd be the coolest thing to be able to make everyone freeze and just like kind of time like, freeze. Yeah, basically be able to freeze time and do whatever you need to do in that moment. I'm gonna say travel <laughs> back in time. Oh yeah. So you, you cannot hear this again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would go back to. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, like five minutes before. This. Yes. What about forward travel? Not yeah. only back. Oh, only back. No, back. Okay. You want to okay. go forward? Okay. Who uh, wants to go back? Why would you want to go back to the you 30s when they it. had nothing? Well, because you could change the timeline and make something better in the future. Got to be yes. careful with that, though. Oh, I would do. I would not it. want yeah. to go back in time. <laughs> no? I would not Mike. be treated well back. <laughs> What's yours, Mike? Oh, Mike. Uh, see, Mike? but you could go back in time and say, fix hey, that. Say, I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> It's just going to be like the standard answer now. Okay, the guys need to just leave. It's like a boys club. It turned into a boys club know, in like two terrible, seconds. terrible, right? Can't do it. Uh, All right. Tell me something. Okay. Stop. Mike. Terrible. So bad. Mike, what's your, your superhero uh, power? Mine would be Wolverine's healing power so I could take a bullet, never die. What about you like- You some interesting fantasy, fantasies about getting hurt. What you about like that, right? pain, I guess. Can you heal someone with that? Like if someone has cancer, can you heal them? No. Oh. You can only heal yourself. Yeah. But like oh. the the pepper spray thing, like you want to get shocked, you want to get hit by a bullet. You have this thing with pain. He does want to get hit by a car too. He wears chains yeah. and leather I straps. I want to try a bulletproof vest. <laughs> He's talking about I don't the know. Do you have a high pain tolerance? Is Not that- really. I just like to feel things sometimes. <laughs> There are some deep emotions coming out during this message. No way I don't feel anything but that, I feel. (laughs) I just, I feel like we're getting a lot of things out. Um, Okay, Mike, uh, that was interesting. Um, It was honest, though. It was honest It was, it was great. It was great. Ray? Um, When Jesus turned water into wine, that'd be cool. Would you do it in the hard seltzers, though? (laughs) 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 A little Bud Light seltzer? (laughs) Oh, my God. This is just... Okay, let's wrap this up. Eddie? Uh, So I was going to say, like, heal people. That'd be cool. But, nah, you know, like, we have this glass room and all these little doors and and walls that we have to go through to go to the restroom every day. I would say just walk through things. I want to oh, be able yeah. to walk through things. That'd be pretty cool. Like this desk in front of me, if I want to go straight, I just want to walk through it. I don't yeah. know why, but that's what I'm going with. Well, that's that's basically what my superhero power, you, I want to so be So you like want to be flash. the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. What does he do? Oh, yeah. He crashes through walls. I mean, that's. Uh, no, but no, 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 Eddie break, wants to walk I, I don't want to break it. I just want to go through it. <laughs> 
Cool way, man. Yeah! Remember that. Here comes Eddie. Oh, yeah! It's funny. It's funny. But no, I don't want to break it, though. Oh, man. Now I'm picturing Eddie as a Kool Aid man. I mean, how good was Kool Aid, guys? Oh, Kool Aid was oh, great. Was the bomb oh, my God. It was like a poor man's juice. How much sugar would you put in it? Oh, my grandma was loaded oh, with sugar. Ton. Like more three sugar. cups, four cups. Uh, she would take the bag and keep pouring until oh, she couldn't pour my. no more. Oh yeah. Favorite oh, favorite flavor? I don't even remember the flavor. Grape or cherry? Black cherry. Oh yeah, grape was good. Well, black cherry was good too. Yeah, yeah. legit. Yeah, that was, I, that was a special feature that came out once a year. I always thought Kool Aid was healthy as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I would not drink soda and drink Kool-Aid, but, man, I'm being healthy today. <laughs> it tricked us all, to be yeah. fair. Well, same with Capri Suns. I thought they were healthy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, Wait, I mean, never... Eddie, you know what mine mine was? We were going into same it before thing? Kool-Aid Man haven't. Well, I want to be like the Flash. He moves, like, mm. past the speed of light, so he can move through things. He can run back in time, forward in time. So run Mike, super fast. What's that me. show, Mike, where the guy runs super fast, but he accidentally, accidentally kills someone? Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? That, that was on The Boys. The Boys. Oh, the superhero show on Amazon. Hands left over when yeah, the, the guy runs through. So there's yeah. a guy that just runs no. so fast that he just yeah. ran through someone. And they just... What? His yeah. name's A-Train. A-Train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to be careful with that. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> the Flash so didn't fast. kill anybody for running too slow. I think The Boys is a pretty dark superhero show, so... Well, we're going to wrap this up ah! before. <laughs> what? He's waiting. He's waiting. Uh, lunchbox, what? Did you already say? You said fly. Yeah, I said fly. Oh, you were the pro. Okay. <laughs> I saw you get your mic in. I thought you were going to go right past you. No, you guys just started, right, right you guys started nerding out, man. Like, about all oh, this superhero show. I just don't know enough Do you want to be a plane or do you just want to fly? I just want to fly, man. Is yeah, it a bird? Man. Is it a plane? Is it Raymundo as Superman? <laughs> Yeah. Massages? I don't know. Someone is giving me a massage right now. Okay. It is. We have to go. This is, this is getting so many tangents. Okay. Well, going in right now, we answer some more of y'all's questions from the B-Team Facebook page. Thank you guys for submitting them. Here we go. Number six. All right, Morgan, what's up? So I went over to the Bobby Bone Show B-Team page, and I asked if they had any questions they wanted answered. Okay. What do you have? So... Do you and Caitlin plan to have cake at your wedding or something different? I think we'll do cake. I had a suggestion for a humongous Razorback cake that I found on, uh, what's that site called where you look for cool stuff? Pinterest. Etsy? Thank you, Pinterest. You're yeah. welcome. Found a humongous <laughs> Razorback cake. It's beautiful. And that's what you're doing? No, oh. I don't think so. Because those cakes are really expensive. And then I think, because if, if we got a nice cake, we'd only get one. And I don't think that a Razorback cake would be good for both of us. Mm. You know? You can make it your groom's cake. But she may not like that either. For no, you. I could probably do whatever for the groom's cake. It just won't be that big. But there's a such thing as a groom's cake? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Bride's you get cake. your own cake, bub. Groom's cake. Well, can I do something else? Can I do, like, beef jerky? <laughs> Instead of cake? Right. Can't you do, like, groom jerky or something? You can do whatever sure. you want, man. Because there's already a big cake. Why do you need another cake? See? Is there a, a bride cake yeah. and a groom's cake and an all cake? No, no. It, <laughs> Too many either, cakes. You either do one big cake or people do a bride's cake oh. and a groom's cake. <laughs> I've never heard of three, but I guess you could. But I wouldn't have a groom's cake if there's already a big wedding cake. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I think we're just going to do a wedding cake. Because we did wedding cake tasting. Sounds like you're just going to do one cake. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I should be a little more knowledgeable about this, but I am not. All right, what else? So the listeners always share their favorite segments on the show, but they want us to answer what our favorite segments on the show are. What's your favorite segment to do? If I'm like, all right, we're going to do this segment, what kind of lights you up? Eddie? Music games. All the music games that we play, I love it. Amy? 
I, it's, it's got to be a game. I don't know that mine are music, but easy trivias, like I, I have a love-hate relationship with it. <laughs> but like the question games or like randomly the, the name game or something like that. We don't do that that often. But Lunchbox? Uh, lunchbox prank calls. Those are definitely my favorite. <laughs> Absolutely. I always like it when you guys tell on each other. Oh, spill the tea? I like the spill the tea. I hate That's that fun. segment. That, that's Yeah, that's pretty fun. And I like when we get 90s country artists in. Oh, yeah, that's good. Because that, to me, getting to live out, like, band camp, childhood fan camp, you know? So that would probably be my favorite, too. All right, what else? And speaking of segments, they request that we bring back Shot Caller Trivia and Bobby Bone Show right. Trivia. No. So Shot Caller Trivia is a game. I think if I put money on it and gave you the option to play it, you guys would play it. I'll play it if you play it. You just never play it. You always push the button. That's not true. I've played it many he's times. played it many times. But I would and also I play mean, for money. Yeah, and he's trivia. not really going to yeah, get Eddie, shot. put your money up, and he's going to get every question right because he's the smartest. <laughs> so I mean, I'll tell you, Eddie, I'll play. <laughs> if you play, but, okay. But you'll play, and we'll put money up, and we'll go against each other. All right. If that's what you want to do. Oh, gosh. You're right, He though. just said okay. And, and we I- both have a buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to buzz each other. we just start shocking each other? <laughs> All right. What else, Morgan? How is Amy's dad doing? Amy, how's your dad? No, he's doing okay. He's at a rehab hospital right now, so I think the next move, he'll be there for like two more weeks, and he's probably moving in with me. Really? Yeah. Is it breaking news? Yeah, I guess. I haven't really talked about it at all, So I, but we're just trying to iron out those details of what that will look like. He's vaccinated, so I feel safe bringing him into my house and being around kids and family and friends if they come over, but... You know, we had talked about maybe the chair rail situation, but I think we're just going to convert like a like a study that we have downstairs into his bedroom because I can't risk him even being near stairs at this point. Amy's dad had got cancer. Yeah, and, it, and quickly mm-hmm. had to, a lot of stuff happen to him, and so yeah, the can't like he was fully functioning, like worked every day, like his life has drastically changed the last three years, and it was because of a surgery that. It, it wasn't supposed to go this way, but it went wrong. Nobody's fault, but it just unfortunately went wrong. And he ended up in ICU for like eight weeks and he's never been the same. Like he coded like his he just brain wise never been the same. And he's on a feeding tube and it just mm. been super unfortunate. But sometimes his brain is still super sharp and he's still there. And that's why I think it's important for us to bring us into the home, because if I were to send him to a more skilled place to live, like a skilled nursing home situation, I think that he would get depressed because he mentally, sometimes he's still so sharp that I think he needs to be around family during this. Who knows if it's like this last little season. Well, good luck. Yeah, thanks. That's- thanks for asking about him. People are always so nice. He, I tell him, like, listeners check on you. He's like, tell him I said what up. Like, he's very <laughs> aware of stuff. So. Uh, one final question, Morgan. Is there a strong possibility that you will end the radio show in the coming years? And if so, what will the rest of the show do? This is my favorite thing to do still. Of everything that I do, this is by far still my favorite thing. I think that I'll do this for a while longer. I do. The only reason I wouldn't is if I decided I was going to go run for office. But who knows? But I think I'm going to do this. And if I left, I'm sure the guys would go do a sports podcast that they're already doing. (sighs) What? Nah, sure, man. We'll do that. That's what? cool. Why do you say it like Eddie, that? Eddie, what? See, what is your deal? I, I, I'm just oh saying, like, if he, if, every time he talks about if I leave, it's I like, I didn't bring to it me, up. I didn't bring it I up. I know, but to me, it's just like, God, I don't want to think about that. Why? Amy, would, you, Amy sh- would probably do a massive nighttime radio show on 100 stations like Delilah and be great at it. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah I everybody else saw you guys are screwed. No, stuck with that that's podcast. not true. Everybody. Eddie, you gave me down. Like, y'all would, there's so much opportunity for everybody on this show. Like, I feel like I've set you guys up pretty good to go. No, you have. It's not you. It's just that this is, a, I, like, I like this job. Man. You like the for sure paycheck? I like this. <laughs> it's a good feeling. Uh, it, everything's fine. I, I love the. I get asked that a lot. Do I want to? I don't want to leave. I, this is the most fun that I have is still doing this radio show. So uh, thank you for all your questions. Anything you guys want to know before we hang up? Yeah, what's the time frame of that, man? Well, like, I don't, <laughs> there is nothing. There's no time frame. There is no time. But if frame. you had a guess, like if you looked at your calendar, because you know you have a lot of dots. I mean, you have dots I on know, everything. So where, where's that dot at? What? I don't. There's not an answer. Forever. Never. I'm never leaving. Well, but also, you- too, that's just a discussion, too, of overall. Like, what does the future of what we do look like anyway? I don't think it's live. I don't think I can. I don't think in five years I'm waking up early in the morning. I like that. I don't. So it, does that mean? I, who knows what it means? <laughs> and I don't think in five years I'm waking up the butt crack of dawn anymore. Because oh, I'm 40 now. I've been doing this for the morning part of this thing for... <sighs> 17 years? It's a long time to be waking up this early. I'm exhausted of, of just waking up. But thank hey, you for your down. questions. No, yeah, Eddie's, been, Eddie's, Eddie's been, been here for eight been years. Like two weeks. I meant for Bobby. <laughs> Not me. All right. Thank you guys for your questions. We appreciate that. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. We had a big guest on the show this week. Kenny Chesney came on the show to announce his latest single to radio, Knowing You. He also gave us an exclusive preview for the music video that isn't even out yet. So you can watch that at bobbybones.com. But while he was here for his interview, he talked about where his love of sports come from and the NFL person that you're going to love that he's best friends with. So here we go. Here's the interview with Kenny Chesney. Number five on the Bobby Bones Show now. Kenny Chesney. Kenny, how are you? Great, Bobby. How you doing, man? Good to talk to you. I was uh, looking at your Instagram. I see that Erin Andrews sometimes comments on your Instagram, and she was talking about this new song, and she's like, hey, I'm so excited for it to go to radio. How are you and Erin Andrews friends? I met Erin Andrews on the set of um, College Game Day when she was uh, working with Kirk Herbstreit and Chris Fowler and all those guys on College Game Day, and then... Like a, a month later, I'm really good friends with a guy named Rick Sutcliffe who uh, does um, baseball, uh, calls baseball for ESPN during the summer. Aaron was also, you know, she would do interview people at the baseball games and stuff. And this, this, this was years ago. And I was in Chicago, I think it was 2006, and uh, we had a day off in Chicago, which is a lot of fun if it's during the summer. So we went to Wrigley Field, and, and Rick asked me if, you know, Aaron could come up and interview me in the box. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I met her, and then we stayed friends over the years. It's funny that you and Rick Sucklef are fans. I'm a massive Cubs fan. 83, played for the Indians, got traded to the Cubs in 84. They go, win yeah. the pennant. That's like, you're talking my language now, Kenny. Man, there's no much, I'm telling you. It's, I used to go with my father. Uh, we would take a weekend and go up and just spend the weekend in Wrigleyville. And just we, we would, you know, pick a day game and, and go to that and then go to dinner. And then the next day would be a night game, which meant you went to all the bars in Wrigleyville and then went to the game. And that's just a lot of fun. It's, it's a huge part of Americana. And, and, uh, but that's how I met Erin Andrews is, is, you know, her love of music and my love of sports just combined. Is there anyone 
that you have befriended now that maybe they're not that like Rick Sutcliffe's a prime example. When you say that, I perk up because I'm a massive Cubs fan. And yeah. you know, for me, I was I'm like, wow, Rick, he should the Indians should have never traded him. He was he had a great year right. in '83. <laughs> However, that to me is super cool. Is there anyone else in your life where you're like, it is so cool? I cannot believe this person is my friend because growing up, I thought it was the coolest thing ever that that they just existed. Of course, I have my musical heroes, Joe Walsh. You know, um, I was I, I had become friends. You know, uh, we lost a lot of people in COVID. You know, over last year. And but to, but to think, you know, you're in high school, uh, playing, trying to learn guitar from Eddie Van Halen, just listening to all the licks on the records. You know, and then becoming friends with someone like that. And and. And and I have a lot of those people in sports. You know, my father and I was, you know, my dad was a coach, and and um, he's the reason that I, you know, am so passionate about sports. And and but there's so many of those people, especially in sports. You know, uh, like uh, I when I did the Boys of Fall films several years ago, I got to really know John Madden, and I got to know uh, Bobby Bowden, and I got to know uh, Nick Saban, and I got to know uh, Brett Favre, and I got to know all these people that you know you would you would see on TV every Sunday and, and every Saturday and Sunday. You know, and, and since then, over the years, you know, so many of those people have have come to shows. And but it goes back to even what you said about Aaron uh, Andrews. Is the reason they do that is because you know, like you and I, Bobby, we look, we have these these people we look up to and really care about, and all these sports figures. Well, they have the same respect for people in, because they love music also, and that's something that I learned. And it was it was really interesting, and and it was one of the. I don't know. I wouldn't say a, high, a highlight of my life, but you know, to, to, but what what you just said—if you know—you have these people that you really respect and looked up to, and, uh, and as a child and as a young adult, and all of a sudden you become friends with them. Kenny Chesney is on. We're about to talk about knowing you. About to play this new song that Kenny's put out to radio. Uh, let me ask you this: You mentioned a lot of people from Saban, Alabama coach Bobby Bowden, Florida State. You kind of went down the line there of, of all these greats that you were able to, to hang out with at one time. What do you think is the one character trait that all of you guys share that has made you world class at what you do? I don't know. I think that they had pretty humble upbringing, you know, and and they worked really hard and they uh, they had a lot of wonderful people around them and they learned really early on how to achieve something special with a group of people. You know, that's the way we did it. I have a, a wonderful family out there on the road, and, and uh, we all get to do it together. And I think that's the, the thing that's the most common with all those people is that, you know, they got to achieve a lot of great things together. And it wasn't like playing golf. You know, you, do, you play golf or tennis, you do that by yourself. And I think that's the one thing that I can think of right off the top of my head. Kenny Chesney is on. We're about to play Knowing You. Tell me about this song. Why, when you heard it for the first time? Because I've known it for a bit. It was on the. It's on the record. It's on uh, yeah. here and now. Why, why put this in uh, at radio now? And the first time you heard it, what'd you think about it? You know, it's been a while since I've had one of these songs, Bobby. And I, when I when I grew up in East Tennessee, and uh, I, I was consumed by so much music. I I obviously love country music. I loved what's now known as uh, classic rock, but it was rock then. And I, I just had so much of a musical taste, but, but when I heard Knowing You, it really did remind me of the kind of songs that, I, that made me want to chase this dream. I think we all have these people, you know, that come into our lives um, for whatever reason, and um, 
life just has a way of moving you apart, you know, and that uh, those people and those moments that they're in your life, they, they, they stamp, they, they, they mark your life. They stamp it in ways that no, no one else could. And, and I think this song, when I heard it and when Buddy and I were done, done with it, and uh, it just, it was almost a tribute to all those people. It was a, it was a, a way of, if you would, of raising a glass to the, to the relationship you had with that person and how much they meant to you in your life. And, and that's why I felt like it was um, time for a song like this for me. We're going to play Knowing You from Kenny Chesney. My final, final question is, uh, do you wear uh, flip-flops or Crocs or both? I wear flip-flops. I, I like the reef ones because they got the bottle opener on the bottom of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there he is. Hey, Kenny, good to talk to you as always. Congratulations on another big, amazing song, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, pal. It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan number 2. This week on the show, Amy talked about her daughter auditioning for a school play, and there was quite a conversation about the song she had chosen. Amy, kind of like recap it for us. They'll hear the segment, but give us a little recap. Well, I mean, I just feel like as a mom, you want to always help your kid put their best foot forward, especially if it's for school. I, I don't personally have a problem with Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. I mean, that was a jam for me back in high school, and I loved it, or maybe early college, late high school. So I get, it's a good song, but when you really listen to the lyrics and then you're watching your 13-year-old perform it, it just all becomes very different. And so while I think it's a fun song, I guess I'm just thinking more so about what the faculty will think of me as a mom letting her do that song. <laughs> But she literally has no idea that the lyrics mean anything other than she's a genie in a bottle. Did you feel like as a mom, you were kind of like waiting the water, waters of being like empowering and empowering her to do what she wanted. Yes. But then also like being like, hey, I can't let you do that. Yeah. I mean, she is 13. Like it's I don't know. What do, do I tell her? I guess it's not a good song. And then she starts asking all these questions. Why? And then we have to get in, which I think you need to have conversations with your kids. But this is not one of those moments where I'm looking to really get into <laughs> all, you know, the things. all the things because of this particular thing when I think it can be an innocent tryout video, right? I just yeah. don't want the teachers to feel awkward when they're getting the video, you know? Well, yeah, and I think it's a great testament to your parenting anyways, because one, she's wanting to audition for a school play. I mean, and I want her to be confident. Chasing her dreams, yes. right? And then two, she's singing a song that she loves, you know, no, there's no borders there for right. her. So I think regardless of everything else, it seems like you're doing a really awesome job as a mom. Like, uh, well, I don't know about that, but it's where do you draw the line? Like, what, what do you, what do you do? Do you say, okay, you're 13, but all you can do is I'm a little teapot? <laughs> because, I mean, the other options of what the music kids love is she loves Ariana Grande. I mean, if you break down the lyrics to that, it's like, whoa. Well, when we had parenting expert on, she was like, you know, kids are growing up so much faster. Do you feel like you see that with Stashira, that they're kind of hitting I, this age where they're they're seeing things quicker? I'm at a different place being the mom of a 13-year-old because I Stashira is adopted from Haiti. And so she got here at 10 and a lot of her life was spent at an orphanage. So um, emotionally, when it comes to developmentally, she is behind, right? That's just a, a, a given that that I'm thankful that I have. I mean, I want her to, you know, be able to catch up to her peer group and talk about the things her girlfriends are talking about. But the reality is, like, she's not where most 13-year-olds are. 
And so that part, yeah, I'm going, it's oh, kind of a blessing in disguise, it is. right? It's a blessing in, a si- in disguise, but I want her to be able to get a, like, when I was 13, like experience the things that I was experiencing then at that age, but she's definitely behind. Like we don't, there's no, at 13, I definitely had boyfriends. There is no real interest in boys. There's like two that we kind of talk about sometimes from her class, but beyond that, there's no talking on the phone or messaging or wanting to go do things with boys or the opposite sex. Do you feel all. like, I mean, just hearing you guys talk, it sounds like you two have this really close relationship. And I know, obviously, being a, a woman and having my mom, we went through very many phases of our relationship mm-hmm. where we like fought or then we were best friends. Like, do you feel like you and your daughter have this really fun relationship right now? We do. And I think for so long, I just wanted her to like me because when you adopt at an older age, I mean, it's a thing. She came in at 10 and nobody asked her if she wanted to come. Like she was just told, okay, these people are adopting you and here you go. And so she was, her attitude in the beginning, it was rough because, and and I remember the day that she said that to us. I mean, we sat down, like we were sitting at the bar eating dinner and something came up about her coming here. And she just said, nobody asked me. (laughs) And I thought, oh gosh, yeah, you're right. Nobody asked you. And we should have, yeah, you're old enough to know that your life has just been taken away from you. Everything you know, all your friends, you know, Stevenson was on cloud nine. I mean, he was seven, but again, developmentally not seven, like emotionally sort of like a toddler in a way. And he just was on cloud nine, like love and life. Like this is amazing. Uh, But Sashira was a very different story. So I think for a long time, I just really wanted her to bond with me and connect with me. So there is that fine line as, as an adopted mom and her being older, it's like, oh, also I have to show up as a parent sometimes and she's not going to like me. And that's hard for me to do because we're finally in a place where she is happy to be here and she does feel thankful to be a part of our family and we have bonded. But when I have to put my foot down and be mom, it it stings me a little bit because I know that I, I guess I just have this fear inside of me that she's suddenly gonna distance herself from me again. Um, but also I know she needs those boundaries. I know she needs a mom. I know she needs someone in her life that's going to love her and protect her and show her the way. And, you know, but at the end of the day, I don't know that me restricting her from genie in the bottle is, <laughs> is showing her the way. Cause again, she does not know what it means. So why, why ruin that? Well, and, and bringing it all the way back around to that audition, you know, obviously you're letting her chase her dreams. How long has she wanted to be a potential actor, singer, Oh, for a while. Yeah, she had it. And we did vision boards at the beginning of the year where we cut things out for magazines and put it on poster board. And she put on there, like, you know, some academic things. She wants to read more and she loves learning. Um, She loves drawing. She's really creative and so wants to work on her art. And then she also had that she wants to be a model. Uh, a singer and an actress. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I want to try to support that, but this is her first step in doing that, the theater audition at school, which I was really proud of her for seeing that the auditions were posted and then coming home and saying, I want to make my audition tape and send it in. So I guess this is step one of her seeing really if she even really wants that. I think she watches like the Disney channel and thinks, oh, that would be cool. And then this will be her taking a step towards really figuring out if that's something that she even enjoys because she may not. I'm not pushing it either way. 
definitely not a, st- a stage mom here. <laughs> you know, I don't know what ro- well, what. There's my speech impediment. What role I have trouble with W's and R's if you're new to the show, <laughs> but I don't know what role she will be given. Um, but I'll support her whatever way. I know that kids having a creative outlet is super important, whatever that looks like. She's also about to start track, and I'm. So thankful that's going to get her active because she is a homebody for sure. She does not really want to be outside, but she loved to play soccer. And so I'm excited to see where track will take her. And then just watching her grow as a little adult. I mean, at 13, you start to really see them grow up and she's starting to look so much older, which is hard for me to handle, which is probably why it's hard to see her sing Jean in a bottle. But again, I'm good. I think I'm going to be fine with it. Well, and I think I can attest to that. Somebody who was, I was given every opportunity to pursue any dream that I thought I had at the time. You know, obviously I, I tried to chase a singing dream that, that never worked out for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. But, you know, my parents really pushed that I just should try everything. And it sounds like that's exactly what you guys are doing with her. And that's why she's pursuing it all. And I think that sounds so cool. Like hearing you talk about her reminds me of my childhood. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I want her to be self-motivated. I want her to be like, if she wants to try, I, you know, I think it's important for, I've, well, I've just read how cool it is or how beneficial it can be for children to learn a musical instrument and uh, just how great it is for their brain. And, but I haven't wanted to push that. Because she showed interest in keyboard, and but I want her to be ready for it in time. I don't want to force piano lessons down her throat to where then she doesn't want, want to, to do it. Mm-hmm. And now I've been patient with it, and Eddie gave us a keyboard that he had, and she has it in her room. And I've been super patient, but now she's starting to like pull up these apps that have these different keyboard things, and I find her in there playing it on her own, trying to figure it out. I'm like, oh, okay. So now maybe I can go in and be like, hey, if you would like to take lessons again, because I think at first I was forcing the piano lessons. But again, (laughs) now that she's a little more self-motivated, then it's an interest that she wants. Like I don't want to force an instrument on her, even though I know that it'd be good for her. Like I wish my mom would have forced me. She did for a little bit, but I did not take to piano and she let me quit. Part of me wishes she wouldn't have let me quit, but you know, it's a, it's a, catch 22 if you're a parent it's like you know stuff's gonna be so good for them but you can't force them to do it and that's what I want for her is to be self-motivated in whatever she's doing even her studies like she has to realize like she needs to study and it'll get her good grades and if she doesn't then the consequences are at school like I don't know that I'm just fine line of like trying to implement what are our rules at home but also (laughs) creating a self-driven child now I've gone on on this whole tangent on no, I mean, probably because I started listing this book called The Self-Driven Child. I'm pretty sure that's what that's called. I recommend it for parents, but well, I'm not I'll definitely drop that because I have a feeling people are going to hit me up and be like, what is this book? Okay, let me look up what it's called. <laughs> let me let me look up what it for sure called because I've got a lot of books in my Audible app right now. Um, the Self-Driven Child is what it's called. The Science and Sense of Giving Your Kids More Control Over Their Lives. Love that. I mean, just the title sounds intriguing, and I'm not even a parent. Mm-hmm. I love that. No, I mean, it definitely has an interesting spin on the different pressures that we as parents can put on our kids that then affect them later in life as adults and in college and how they handle things. All this to say, 
I think I want her to just do genie in a bottle if she wants to. <laughs> like now we've gotten like really big into this. No, this but. is okay because I think it's really cool for our listeners to see another different side of you and parenting and stuff. We don't get to go too deep into parenting. We, you know, you get the surface level and you're seeing now like Amy and this really cool parenting side of her. So let I'm, her sing. Yeah, we just basically Let that, her sing. Um, none of us really know what we're doing, but I'm thankful for a lot of experts that put their wisdom out there and other moms that share things. But also, just while we're on this topic, I just want to say, like, let's stop mom shaming if you're listening to this. Oh, like, yeah. Social media, in person, all the things. Mom shaming is such a real thing. And it breaks my heart to see other moms out there tear other moms down that are trying to figure it out. Like, everybody's trying to do their best. I mean, at least I hope. I know there's some that are blatantly like, <laughs> you know, maybe not. But, 99% but of the 99% time. 99% of the time, like, there's no reason you'd be tearing down another mom for some small thing like her daughter singing a certain song. You know what I mean? Yes. No mom shaming. This is all to show that Amy is a great parent and things are obviously going really great. So well, I'm, thanks for the encouragement, Morgan. I, I mean, I love <laughs> thanks it. Thanks for believing in me. Yes. So... <laughs> Amy, thanks for joining me. And y'all can hear back now Amy talk about her daughter and her song choice and all the things that she was thinking for this audition. And, you know, probably next week we're going to get an update. So be ready for that, too. Number four. When did your daughter tell you she had an interest in doing school plays? Oh, she has for a while, but there's an audition that came up. So she's finally going for it. Is it for a specific play? Yes, High School Musical. Oh, for literal, they're doing High School Musical. Yes, her oh. middle school is doing the high school musical play. So I told her to go through and listen to the songs from the play or the whatever, the show, the movie, and pick out one to audition with. She listened to everything. I don't like any of it. <laughs> so she brought to me the song she thinks she should audition with. Well, they let her pick whatever song to audition with? So I it doesn't so. have to be one from the it actual does not. show? No, but I thought that would be in her favor. To Did kind she sing? Of I, I think it's fine. She could do the play. Like, she wants to act and sing and dance. Like, that's that was on her vision board for 2021, all those things. And run track and, and read and do good at school. But, yeah, I think this is a way for her to tackle a couple of those things. Okay, she has chosen what song to perform? Uh, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Oh. <laughs> now, to be fair, I was... 19 or so when the song came out. I never took it as a dirty song. I was literal about a genie in a bottle. And I think as a kid, we... Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm a genie in a bottle, yeah. baby. She's like, don't touch me the right way. I mean, she says all the lyrics. When you sing it back out loud, you're like, oh, gosh. But yes, I sang it as an 18-year-old and didn't think anything like that. Did you tell her that the song No. is kind of... Nope. I just said, I don't know that that's the song we should go with. But ultimately, it is up to her. I don't know what we're going to do. How do you guys feel about her singing Genie in a Bottle at her? Well, her school let her sing that song, I guess. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't uh. even want to email the teacher and say, hey, is this okay? I mean, and it, it's a, a, the auditions are sent in virtually, so you can make oh. your audition tape at home. Yeah. So, I mean, she wants to go big. She already, you know, our friend Brittany Spencer, who, you know, work, helps her a lot, like, with her hair. And, like, just, I, she's like a mentor to her of sorts. And so she's like, Mom, I, I would like a guitar player. Do you think Brittany would be in my audition video? I'm like, well, she's pretty busy, but let me see. So, I don't know. Do we have a problem with her singing Genie in a Bottle in her video, Eddie? 
I don't think the school would care. It's an audition. Would but you let your 13-year-old? No, no, no. So that's what I was going to say. If I, I had, a, had a daughter 13 years old or my son wanted to do that, mm-mm, sorry, bud. Pick another song. See, I don't think it's a big deal. I think if you make it a big deal, it becomes a big deal. Because I never, th- I just never thought of it as being a dirty right. song. I agree. You know, it's it was, listen. It was either Christina Aguilera or some Ariana Grande song. Oh, 3435. Oh, okay. oh, like yeah. she has no and idea what so that is. Yeah, yeah the, this is not any better. Mm-hmm. And that's like current, present day weird songs that little mm-hmm. girls sing. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. It's just interesting. I have no problem with it. Eddie said you wouldn't let yours. I wouldn't. If you guys want to call and hop in on this conversation, 877-77-BOBBY. What are you leaning toward? Her doing the song that she feels comfortable doing. This is her choice, and I also don't want to put into her head that a song means a certain thing. Because honestly, she does hear it's a genie in a bottle. You rub a bottle the right way. And then the genie comes out and you get your wishes. Right. It's like Aladdin. Right, right. A big blue genie. That right. play, that Will it. Smith does the live action version of it. <laughs> so, and that's it. Yeah. Right. Because then that opens up this whole conversation of, well, what does she mean by that? Yeah. And like, I don't want to talk about that. You're leaning toward yes. Let's go. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Earlier this week, Raimundo hosted a press conference where he wanted to ask Bobby a bunch of questions about his wedding. Some of them were personal questions. Other ones were things he thought everybody else wanted to know. So here we go. Bobby talks about his wedding to Caitlin coming up later this year. Number three. Uh, Raymundo has asked that we do a press conference about what, Ray? Your wedding. Okay. What do you have here? All right. I got to start. Okay. There's all these people coming in. Oh, oh the reporters are here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go to Ray with the Raymundo Times. When are we going to find out the month so we can plan our calendars? He's one of the guys that's been texting, by the way. Oh, Ray is asking oh, you. Oh, yeah. Sure. I tell you what. Block out all of June. <laughs> And then I'll let you know. All right, that works. Thank you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, when should people start to expect to save the dates? I would say today. I think they could actually come in the mail today. We sent them out last week, and I think today they should get there. And they look pretty cool, too. They got a picture on them? Yeah. And they, the somebody writes real fancy with a, mar- with a Sharpie on it. Calligraphy? Like calligraphy, yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool. I was like, dang, where'd you, where'd you get that font? And they were like, <laughs> we paid somebody like 100 bucks to do it. Her name's Barbara. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> All right, what else? Any updates on Eddie, uh, our producer Eddie, on planning, helping the bachelor party and stuff? Let me go over to Eddie. Eddie, are there any updates? Uh, Not really, no. (laughs) I mean, what? No, there's no planning going on. Bones got it all figured out. No, I don't have it all figured out. But you're gonna. Okay, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Like, hey, I feel bad. Like, I should really start, like, booking some hotel rooms or something, and we're going to go somewhere. So we need to chat, really. Like, this is honest, honest me, like... We need to chat a little bit about what this I need to do. This me. Yeah. Hotel? Where are y'all going? Yeah, where are we we're going? going somewhere. I, you we're, don't even know where we're going. We're not staying here, I'll tell you that much. Ooh, heads Carolina, tails California. <laughs> <laughs> we just flip a coin. <laughs> All right, what else? Yay. Pretty important question here. Is everyone on the show invited to your wedding? I think so. Right? Don't look at me. <laughs> I would assume so. Not everybody got a plus one on the show, but I think everybody got invited. Okay, what else? Over under five country stars will be at your wedding. Come on. Over, probably. Come on. Over. That's, that's a safe bet. That's Is it? Yeah. yeah. Let me think here. I, and I don't, we don't know the answer. We're just guessing. Yeah, let me think here. Not out loud. <laughs> I, I would say probably over. 
Yeah! The weird thing is it's happening like, you know, early summer and shows will start to be back. So hopefully we get to save the date to them before they start booking. Start, Yeah, because one of our dear friends has a show on that, like a festival. He's headlining a festival that night. So his wife will come, but he will not be able to. Dang, didn't think about that. Yeah, so that's why we got to get him out there quicker. Anything else, Raimundo? This is the last one. Do people have to prove that they got the vaccine to get into your wedding? Everybody will have it, I'm sure, by the time this happens. I would assume it'll be available. And if you don't get it, but 80% of the people have it, then that's on you. I don't think I'm going to need the vaccine passport. But I think everybody will have it by this time. This is why we moved the wedding. I think we made a pretty good strategic decision. It was tough for us to go, let's move it back a few months. Because we don't want to wait. But we did, and I think it's going to turn out to be pretty. Unless we get some kind of weird Kentucky variant, you know? Instead what, of like, what is that? Well, it's like the South African. It was a joke because oh, there are variants all over the world. Okay. Yeah. My, my COVID humor, not hitting well this <laughs> morning yet. this early. I didn't get that. Raymond, do anything else? Yeah. That's all we have for now. Okay. Thank you. Uh, it's being dubbed the wedding of the summer. Because oh, it's the right? only wedding in all of the summer. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. We used to do a segment on this show with Lunchbox called Will It Uber? And, you know, we got in trouble with Uber a few times, so we stopped doing that. And a new segment came about this week called Will It Pizza? Now, I brought on Lunchbox and Mike D because Lunchbox is the one who went and did the bit. Mike D is the one who came up with most of it. So I wanted to talk to them both about how they came up with this idea for Will It Pizza? Who even thinks about this? So, Mike, tell me, like, where this came from. Uh, I just try to think of funny things for Lunchbox to go do. And I think the thing we try to do now is find things he can do during COVID times. So I was like, what could he do to go mess with the business? So I was like, get a pizza, see if somebody will cook it, turn it into a game. That's where the idea came from. Do you just like you're sitting at home and something just like pops to your head? Usually I'll go for a run. And while I'm out on a run, I'll like think of ideas. When I get back home, I'll write them down. And then see if they make sense afterwards. So a lot of it's inspired by things I see on TikTok, things I see people tweet about, and I try to turn it into something Lunchbox could do. So do you think like sometimes the segments like you could just see an object and it kind of comes something comes into your head? Because I know a lot of people are curious as to how we come up with things on the show. And you're kind of the mastermind behind a lot of that. So I just want to give them some ways to brainstorm if they want to come up with creative things. I mean, it could be something somebody says. It could be a news story. It's really random, and when it comes to me, I'm like, I think that'll work. I'll send it to Lunchbox, and then we'll see if he could do it. How many times do you give something to Lunchbox, and Lunchbox won't do it? I mean, I think Lunchbox would do anything. <laughs> I know. That's, that's I think what I'm wondering. I think it's more so if, like, Bobby likes it. Like, the other idea I had for this was him calling a taxidermy place and try to get his grandma taxidermy <laughs> and see how much they would charge her if they would actually do it, and that one was a no-go. But the pizza one made it through. <laughs> so, Lunchbox. Yeah. Do you ever get embarrassed, like, doing these crazy things? No, I don't really care about these people. I mean, the way I look at it is, look, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. They're going to laugh, and they're going to either sit there and tell their friends, oh, my God, this this is hilarious. You're never going to be, believe what happened. Or they're going to say, guys, this idiot just came in here. So, they're gonna. it's going to make their day one way or another when something silly or stupid or crazy goes on in their workplace they're going to talk about it to at least five friends and that means it made their day because usually they just go through the same routine every single day hey how's it going what can i get for you one large cool add pepperoni you want extra cheese cool all right i'll be ready in 15 minutes thank you oh you want 
a cheese pizza, a side of crazy bread, and a small Coke. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do every single day. So their job is really, really freaking boring. So when I come in there and I do something like this, I guarantee you it makes their day. So to all the haters that say you're disrupting their work day, do you, do you feel like that's not the case? Well, I, then you know what I tell those haters? Get a life. Like, quit uh, yep. being, I mean, really. This is true. Get, quit being a stick in the mud and try to have some fun. Just because you're an adult doesn't mean you have to not have fun. Like, it's fun. It's enjoyment. You're supposed to laugh. This is humor. That's what we need. We don't need to all be serious. Goodness. Has there ever been a time when you've done one of these things for the show and it really backfired on Yeah, you? I went to jail. <laughs> I mean, I got for, arrested. I, I got for the arrested. listeners that don't know, can you give us a recap of that? I got arrested at gunpoint. Um, yes, I went into a gas station with pantyhose over my face, bought a pack of gum. I waited in line. The guy working the counter hit the panic button. And as I was driving back to the radio station, a police officer pulled behind me. He never pulled me over for like a mile. We pull into the parking lot and he was gone. And I get out of my car and he has his gun pointed at me and says, get your hands in the air, get your hands where I can see them. And I was like, all this for expired registration. Because my tags were expired on my car, and then that's when about eight cops flew in the parking lot. I oh, got like cu- you were a wanted criminal. I got cuffed and stuffed and taken down to the big house. That's, I mean, that's. Did any of those cops ever find out at one point that it was like a prank? Well, yeah, I told them right away, and one guy was listening to the show. Oh, so he knew, but they yeah, still took he, you in. Literally in the back of the cop, like I was in the back of the cop car, and he was taking me downtown, and he was like, "So did Bobby decide what kind of dog to get? Because this is back when Bobby was going to get Dusty." And he was talking about what kind of dog he wanted. And the guy was like, I, I, you know, has Bobby decided on which dog he's going to get? You know, I know he was, you know, there was a couple breeds he liked and there was a couple he was looking out. And so he was a fan of the show. And he knew what was happening, but they still took y'all in. Yeah, he took me in. He was like, I don't think it'll be a big deal. I think they'll just kind of talk to you and they'll probably release you. But that was a big deal. That's a big deal. I took me into the robbery department, sat me down just like on TV where there's a white table. Two cops come in and there's one light over you. It was awesome. Was it like, now that you look back, was that like an interesting experience to look back on or does it still like terrify you? Well, I mean, I wasn't even terrified when it happened. I just like, I don't see the big deal. I bought the pack of gum. I didn't do anything illegal. In my eyes, all I did was buy a pack of gum. So, I mean, I was 22 <laughs> years old, so I didn't think it was a big deal. Really, I didn't think it was, I was 22 or 23. I didn't think it was a big deal. But like to go through that whole experience to see what happens, do you think that was pretty cool? I don't know if cool is the word I would describe going to jail. I know. It's kind of cool now that you could say you went to jail. Yeah, yeah I'm it's trying to cool. get some like, out of you. It's kind of cool. Like it was, I mean, I'm going to tell you what. I never realized how busy a jail was, though. Like, I mean, it, I think this happened on, like, a Tuesday. And, I mean, there was just people getting booked in jail the whole time I was there. Just people after people coming in. I was like, dang, I did not realize this many people got arrested every day. Like, and people, I mean, we're talking real criminals, like hardcore criminals. Like these guys tell me, y'all fool, we were sitting on the front porch and these fools jumped out with their guns pointing at us like freeze. I was like, ah, these fools playing. And they were like, APD. Oh, and I was like, oh, they ain't playing. <laughs> and he was like, but you know, I'll be out here in six months. I was like, six months. I better be out here for six hours. Let's get, the, let's get this moving. Did you lie about what you did to other people? I didn't, they didn't ask me what I did. <laughs> I, like pack of gum? Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm, I, well, so I, so I, bought I, was like, I bought a pack of gum. Like, I didn't know what I was going to say because I was like, I hope they don't ask me and you don't, you're not supposed to talk. And then it's crazy how ruthless these guys are because they have, you're on these couches on the right hand side. Then there's, there's empty couches in the middle and then couches on the left. And when I say couches, they're rubber plastic benches and you're not supposed to talk to the female inmates. 
one dude is over here trying to hit on one of the chicks, that, the women that are arrested. Hey, girl. Hey, girl, let's get together after this. Let's get together after this. Give me that number. <laughs> Give me that number. I'm like, are you serious? Like, you guys are going to go to jail for six months each, and then you're going to get together. Okay. I mean, hilarious. Yeah, I feel like that was like an experience that you never would have gotten. It, you know? Oh, it was an experience. No, it was crazy. And it was really cold. I didn't. I wore sandals that day, so my feet were freezing. <laughs> freezing now cold. Now I'm just picturing Lunchbox, 22-year-old Lunchbox, sitting in there with his pack of gum and sandals no, on. No, no, no. Like I didn't get to eat the pack of gum. They confiscate your items when you come in the <laughs> You didn't keister it? No, I didn't keister it. I didn't think it was worth it, man. I, I didn't think I was good. I was like, ah, my breath doesn't need to smell good that bad. Oh, that's funny. Okay, Mike, so is there any segments that you've pitched that you really loved and they got rejected? Well, I try to keep Lunchbox out of jail now. And the other thing I thought would be funny if he shotgunned a beer in front of a cop or if he just walked up to a cop and said, uh-oh, and then took off running <laughs> to see because it's not illegal. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing. I, mean, I, yeah, I don't think I anything with cops will happen anymore with lunchbox. Well, I mean, and here's the thing: like, I used to be like, "Oh, who cares? Just do whatever." And I'm like, uh, you know, it's not really worth messing with the cops." But I mean, I didn't even try to mess with the cops. I just really bought a pack of gum. But they were out. They and what really happened is they were out to get us because a week before that, I said I was going to jump off a bridge into the water, and it was illegal to do that. And we hyped it up for like a whole week. And so they had the cops shut down a lane of traffic when I went out there and I had flippers on and everything. (laughs) And they had cops down in the water. They had bike cops on the land. I mean, they had every, I mean, they had all these resources. And all I went, they were tired of your antics. And so I went out there and all the listeners were out there. I just handed out movie tickets, like free movie passes. And the, I got a jaywalking ticket because I didn't cross the crosswalk. <laughs> in my flippers, I had an inner tube around Walking. me. I had, I had everything. I had goggles. I had all of it on. A snorkel. And I was standing there, and I got a jaywalking ticket. That's funny. I had never heard that story before. Yeah, that was a week before I got arrested. And they were like, man, you want to play? We'll play. And I was like, I wasn't playing, man. I was just, you know, I, man. I wonder what movie, t- I, if someone, I bet there's listeners that are still listening that I handed movie tickets to, they could tell us what movie it was, but I have no idea. Okay, well, hit us up on Twitter if you remember the movie Lunchbox is talking about. <laughs> Man, I, and, I, and I will never forget, I got out of jail, and I went and play. I had a co-ed softball game that that night. Man, that was a long day. That was a long day. <laughs> and, and someone on my softball team, I won't name names, but he was like, bologna sandwich i was like yeah that's what i guess he'd been to jail too and he knew the blow they give you a bologna sandwich for lunch they give you a bologna sandwich bologna sandwich did it have anything on it or was it like bologna and bread i think it was bologna and bread that was it and it was like soggy it felt soggy like it'd been put together two days ago and sat in a a refrigerator this is why people watch like jail shows and stuff because it's just so interesting it doesn't happen to most people and what's crazy is i never i never went to uh, i never got put in a cell and what they do is they, when, when it's your turn to appear before the judge, they line you up on a wall and they handcuff you to the person in front of you and the person behind you. And you walk in in like a little line. Oh, you're like holding hands. Basically holding hands. And when it was my <laughs> turn to get handcuffed to the guy in front of me and the guy behind me, they called my name over the loudspeaker and they said, you have a visitor in, in door two. And I'm like, oh, dang, my dad came to see me in jail. It was a lawyer. You know, like on TV shows, how you have a visitor and you pick up the phone? Oh. Man, it was. I thought, man, my dad came to see me. Was it a designated lawyer or somebody called? To oh, get no, you the out? radio station called. I didn't, oh, okay. I, I didn't know how to call. I mean, I didn't know how to get out of jail. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, I called my mom. She's like, well, what do I do? And I was like, call Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love that story. Okay. So, so what did you say? It was cool? 
I mean, I don't, yeah, it, cool wasn't the right word. I just don't know how else to, to it was an experience. Yeah. We'll, just, we'll put it that way. We'll and leave it, it at that. Yeah, it was definitely an experience, but like the whole time I was too naive to realize it was a big deal. I was just like, man, I think this is ridiculous. I bought a pack of gum. I'm going, okay, whatever, let's go. And now like you look back and you're like, that was a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I mean, I'd had run in with the cops before, but never jail, so... Oh, Check it man. off the list. Well, I'm going to jot that down for another story time. Lunchbox has had run-ins with the cops. We need I mean, to hear starting about at this. age 10. Yep. Okay. I'll remember that. Okay. Um, before we leave, though, Mike D, I had a very strong w- request from our listeners okay. for some m- wedding updates. So is there any wedding updates you can share that you feel comfortable sharing? I broke up. Yeah. <laughs> Called it off. That no. did not happen. No. Uh, we just got our... Wedding bands. Okay. So that was weird. I've never worn any kind of jewelry, and I went for, like, the most basic, simple thing that I could find. Do you want to share what it looks like? It's, like, black tungsten. Oh, yeah. like So it's super basic. I was like, I would just wear a rubber one. So I was like, the closest I can get to that, because it just looked weird on my hand. I'm going to have a long time, like, getting used to it. So I was like, I just want something basic. And if I lose it... It's not that much. I Well, and I feel like a black color is very natural for you. You love wearing black. Yeah, I'm in all black right now, so it matches yes. what I wear all the time. Okay, so wedding bands are done. I went with her. She got her wedding dress. Yep. Not saying else, anything else besides that. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, that is hanging up in our closet. It's weird not to go and look at it. Wait, wait, it's in your closet. She should put it at someone else's house, man. That's what I said. I was like, I, mean, I don't want to see it. You're that, like tempted that, every day. That is absolutely bad. She should put it at someone else's house just so there's not a chance, like... Just, hey, grab my shoes, and you don't even think, and you go in and, gr- oh, that's. Well, it is in a bag, so he, he would have matter. to open yeah, the bag. I was like, I don't want to see it. Like, I don't, like, I don't like, you know, I don't want to see it. That's, yeah, like, I think that's bad etiquette on your uh, fiance's part. So we'll find somewhere else for <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I think she could put it somewhere else. Just well, my opinion. I mean. So we have a wedding dress. We got wedding bands. What else is happening over there? That's it. We're good to go. We're about to send out the official wedding invites, and that's the next step. Have you guys. Have everything figured out for food-wise at your weddings. We know you have a mariachi band. You revealed that. Yeah. Um, and what about food? Food-wise, we have, like, to make the final decision. We're having, like, a food truck that's serving Mexican food. So we just got to finalize that. that. And then we're not doing a wedding cake. We're doing wedding cookies because there's a place in Austin that my fiance really loves. So they're providing all the cookies. Okay, and obviously you have the the place booked. Yeah. Right? Oh, the place at the mall, the cookie place? Yeah, America's Cookie Company. Yeah. That place. No, it's a different place. (laughs) (laughs) It's Oreo. And if I ask you anything, you don't answer, just say no. Um, Is it inside or outside your wedding? Uh, Half and half. Ceremony inside, reception outside, or maybe the other way around. What, half and half either? Half and half. Okay, exciting. And... Um, you guys have shared the month, right? Mm-hmm. June. Okay. Anything else? Any other big updates? That's pretty much it. We're ready just to get married. Do you guys um, have your families met? I know we briefly talked about that, but oh, obviously yeah. with COVID. Yeah, they have. We we haven't even been home since we got engaged. Our family hasn't seen us. We got engaged in October. weren't able to go home for Christmas. Haven't been able to go home since. So not only have our parents not met. We haven't seen our family since we got engaged, so oh my gosh, that's so we'll crazy. have to go back like a month or so before to get our wedding license in Texas. So I think we'll try to set something up by then um, for them to meet because it's weird that we haven't been able to really celebrate the engagement because we haven't seen anybody. Yeah, like no engagement party or anything. Yeah, it's been shut down. So I mean, 
Yeah. Has there been any like virtual conversations with both of your families? Have there had to be? Um, my sister has met her mom because they live fairly close in Texas. And one time we made tamales for Christmas and she drops them off. So just kind of like a distance thing. Small exchange. And that's yeah. pretty much it. That's all they've really interacted with each other. So potentially the wedding will be the first time they all really meet each other. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. Weird. It's weird. Do you guys have like a color palette for your wedding? Is that what that's called? Color palette? A color, an accent color or <laughs> yeah, something? Yeah, the colors for your wedding. I don't know, I but guess. apparently we need to pick one. We didn't know we needed okay. to pick one. Didn't Do you have your tux picked out? No, that is what I'm doing this weekend. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what you want it to be? Sort of. I've looked up kind of what I want it to look like, so I have an idea. Okay. Potentially black? Probably. I would like to go like all black. <laughs> Two. All black, no white. No white. Oh, okay. That's like straight like James Bond looking. I'm Yeah, going for a sleek look. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Well, any other updates before we move on to the segment? I think that's it. Did you guys do a wedding registry yet? Uh, Yes. Well, you need to put it out there. Listeners will buy you everything because I can't even get Ray a present because the listeners bought them everything. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. I still need to get I need I need to get a freaking present for Mike. I got one for Ray. That already happened. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm saying they bought I know the, the listeners bought everything on the registry, so I'm like, what do you get them now? I know, don't do that. I, I need I need a gift. So All right. <laughs> don't do that. I got an idea. I'll get you a black tie. There you go. Hey, that's a good one. Okay, well, here is the segment of Lunchbox doing Will It Pizza, and it is Mike D's brainchild. So I hope y'all laugh as much as I did. Number two. Will it pizza? Lunchbox, you went to a grocery store and you bought what? I bought a frozen DiGiorno's because it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno's. <laughs> a frozen one. A frozen oh, DiGiorno's. Oh, my favorite. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, did I say frozen? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so I went to the frozen food and I got it and then I went to the pizza places. Now list to me the pizza places you went to. I hit up Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesar's, and Jet's Pizza. The bigs. And you went in and said what? I went in and just said, hey, and I had a different line every time. One time, you know, maybe my oven was broken. Other times, just, hey, I bought this, and I really want some pizza for dinner, so I was hoping you could cook it in your nice oven because you guys have, like, the perfect heat. So basically, you took a frozen pizza to a pizza place and said, hey, I don't want yours. Will you cook mine? Yes. And the question is, and I don't know what happened yet. Do you? No. Do you? No. You guys want to all put a dollar in? Yes. Okay. First, of The first question is, did anyone cook it? Eddie? Nope. Nope. Zero percent. I think maybe one worker thought this is like hilarious, like the best part of their day. So they cook it, but they just try and they don't want the boss to find out. But they do it. But you say there's a yes. yes. Oh, you're crazy, Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also going to go no for a dollar. <laughs> no chance, right? I just think all five of them would, like the people working there would get in trouble unless they recognized them. Let me ask you that. Ooh. Did anyone, re- well, you had a mask on though. So? Did anyone recognize you? Zero people recognize okay. me. Okay. Okay. I'm still going to sit with no. You're no. Yeah, no. You're yes. Yep. Okay. First up, Papa John's. I was just wondering if you could cook this for me. We're not allowed to. No, no. I mean, just like stick it on your oven. Yeah, we're not allowed to do that. I'll give you a slice. No. Not going to do it? All right. She said, he said, cook it for me. She said, we're not allowed to do it. He goes, no, no, just stick it in your oven. <laughs> yeah, because like, none of going to work. That's the same thing. Cook it. No, then- no, no. <laughs> no, no, not cook it. No, just no. put it on a little rack there that gets heat underneath it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up is Pizza Hut. Here you go. Did you bring a DiGiorno into a Pizza Hut? Oh, uh, yeah, I was just wondering. Oh, it's not delivery? Yeah, I, I was just wondering if you could cook that for me. 
We actually cannot because it's not our pizza. Tell everybody to close their eyes and I won't tell anybody. I can't. Okay, 0 for 2. Oh my gosh. <laughs> pizza said no. Next up, Domino's. Here we go. Oh, yeah, I was just wondering if you could cook this pizza for me. Um, we are actually not allowed to put anything foreign in the oven. I'm sorry. No, no, it's not foreign. No, it's from America. Like, it's pizza. <laughs> no, I understand, but we're not allowed to put anything that's not our pizza. We're just, we're just not allowed to. I'm sorry. Okay, what if I put it in? Can I? Can you let me put it in? Uh, I can't. No. Pretty please with sugar on top? We can't we're really not allowed to. It's not our product, so we're not allowed to. Oh, all right. Thanks, man. It ain't foreign. I got it down the road. <laughs> it's from it's America. From America. <laughs> hey, Bones, I forgot he said uh, Little Caesars is in there, too. Little Caesars and Jets. Ooh, are still I might change my answer. You Little can't. Caesars. You can't too change late. now. Okay. Uh, here is Jets Pizza. Here you go. How's it going, man? I was just wondering if you could cook my pizza for me. Uh, just like stick it in the oven real quick, like through your oven. <laughs> hey, can we just put this in the oven? Uh, I guess we're good. Sorry. You can't do it for me? If I was manager, I would do it, but manager said she can do it. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks. I like that guy. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah, he like, checked. He checked, and then was like, hey, man, I would do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he was manager. Uh, only one left, Little Caesars. Oh, man, this could be it. This could be it. Why would you think Little Caesars would oh, be it? I go to Little Caesars all the time, and I see who works there. A bunch of kids that, like, don't care about anything. <laughs> they, they, they serve the hot and ready. They don't even mess with you. They're like, it's right there, man. Get it if you want. So they don't care. These guys could be the ones. Okay, here is little... Amy's the only one that said yes. Yes. Here is Little Caesars. How's it going, man? I was wondering if you guys could cook this for me. You want us to stay dead to say in our own? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. You can do that for me? I guess. Oh, man. Thank you so much. Do I need to open it? Are you open yeah. it or... Oh, thank you, man, so much. <laughs> I knew yes! it. I knew Little it. Little Caesars to oh! win. Wow. <laughs> Amy wins the game. Yes. Good job, Amy. Lunchbox, what did you think when they said yes? Were you shocked? I mean, I was blown away. I could not stop smiling under my mask, and I didn't want to laugh because I didn't want them to know it was a joke. But dude, put it in the oven. <laughs> and so what did you do when he cooked it? He put it in a uh, Little Caesar's box. <laughs> How long did you have to wait for that? Oh, like a um, couple minutes. Like, I mean, he literally just sticks it on the thing and it goes through. That's so a, fast. It's a hardcore oven, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow, did you take it home and that's what you have for dinner? I ate it, yeah. And I even offered them a slice, but they didn't want any. Oh. That's funny. They said yes to that. But it was great. And there was a customer waiting. They thought I was. Just, they thought I was lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your answer. Will it pizza? Yes, yeah. it will. Oh, there it is. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. And we're up to the biggest segment of the week. We invited a TikTok personality on our show. Her name is Kiara Lewis, and you may have seen her on TikTok. It's all based on her reaction videos to people in country music like Sam Hunt, Chase Rice, and she's a huge fan of Kip Moore, and she typically rants about how hot they are, and she's discovering them for the first time. It's hilarious to watch. So if you haven't watched her TikTok videos, definitely watch those. But we brought her on the show and we gave her a huge surprise. Kit Moore in studio. Such a fun thing to be a part of and see it all happen. So listen to all this and then even go watch the videos on YouTube because the faces, the reaction, everything that happened in studio was just so cool. So here we go. Number one. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kiera Lewis from TikTok. I was watching... Kira, I mean, probably maybe a month. I don't know when you did the first Sam Hunt uh, TikTok. 
It's literally a little bit over a month. Yeah, like it, January 16th or something like that. You had figured out what Sam Hunt looked like. But did you not expect Sam Hunt to be a good looking guy? Well, I mean, the whole it's just the whole stigma around country music. So it's like when you hear country music, you just think of, I don't know. Everyone has this image of a country guy. So I was just not expecting a man, man. A man, yeah, a man. Jesus, yeah, yeah. I want to play some, some clips. Um, okay. Who is your favorite favorite? Kip is my top, for sure. Kip, Kip is my top. Because I just like his whole... His whole image is just like, he, I kind of feel like he's a he's a good boy, but also like a bad boy. Like, I'm just going to do and say what I want. And I'm here for that. Cause okay. I'm, okay. I'm going to play the first Kip Moore. Here you go. I am obsessed with Kip. All I'm going to be screaming tonight is more, more, more. Kip, I don't give a damn rooms to go say. You can break this bed frame anytime. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, I am willing to drown. Body could be in a Pacific Ocean. Wig will be in a doggone Mediterranean meditation, whatever the name of that sea is. <laughs> if that means there's a possibility of me seeing him. So she loves Kip Moore, right? Yeah, we can love tell. Him. Yeah. Love him. Here is Kip Moore part two. Baby, on the count of three, Kip Moore, you rip off your shirt, I rip off my wig. Wait, no, I'm not trying to steal your just take off that damn shirt. It's the fact that my man really think I'm playing, Kip Moore. I'm telling you right now, don't let this training bra fool you. I'm a grown woman, and I don't play no damn games unless you into it. Hello. Wow. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Are you surprised at the notoriety and TikTok fame that you've gained by just loving these guys at country music? Yeah, because... I don't know, like, well, my friends, they know me. This is just, like, how I talk. Well, not to that extreme, but that's just how I talk. So just knowing that people just, like, find it so funny. I'm like, really? I'm just, I never think about what I say. I just go ahead and say it, but I'm glad people are entertained by it. I'll play a couple more here. Uh, would Sam be second on your list? Oh, yeah. Sam oh, Hunt? yeah. All right, here is uh, her talking about Sam Hunt. I'm getting real hyped because I'm like, this country music, and they talking about sisters I'm here for. I didn't even know they made a song about me, but I'm here for it. Then something told me, look on his Instagram, ladies. Y'all didn't tell me Sam, was this, Sam Hunt was this fine. <laughs> if I would have known y'all had country artists that fine, I would have been going to country concerts. Uh -oh. Here's one about Jake <laughs> Owen. This oh is Jake Fine. <laughs> Make him walk on water. Now that's a man we need to find out what size he wearing the kicks. Hello. And his abs are so damn hard. I just know they was having the last supper on this man. <laughs> 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 so, uh, by the way, you guys can follow her on TikTok. Yes. It is Kiera Lewis 75. Yeah. Are you making money off TikTok yet? We are. We nice. are. We are. But the only thing is, like, sometimes my videos get big, and then I guess feel, I guess TikTok isn't the biggest fan of, like, some of the things I say. So then it'll, like, get taken down. So then I'm, like, going back and forth They will with take your videos down? Yeah. Wait, so you have 238,000 followers on TikTok. Yeah. I have a decent following. I ain't making any money on TikTok. How, what, how do I make money? What you mean? Yeah, after our, once I hit like 30,000, apparently the rule is after you hit 10,000 followers, you can apply to be on a creator fund. So once I hit 30,000, somebody was like, apply now. Listen, I got about 400,000. You got a whole team. I'm working by myself. They should have told you this. What are you doing, Bones? <laughs> I'm over here. Wow. Bobby Bones, you're doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do nothing in these country streets for free. Uh-uh. That's, that, I'm excited that you, your creativity can actually yeah. help pay the bills. Yeah. So are you, every day, are you trying to make cool TikTok videos uh, or like thinking of new stuff to do? Yeah, but it's also like, so I used to have a YouTube channel and I used to like force my content in that way. But now it's like, when it comes to those reactions, no one knows. I'll literally be like walking around my house or I'm driving and then like uh, one of the jokes will come to me and then another one will come to me, but it just like flows in a sense. So I don't have to like force it. I'm looking at my phone screen here. It looks like Kip Moore's on the phone. You're f- <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. I'm sorry. I'm screaming. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I know you're lying. No, I'm not lying. I know you're lying. I, it says he is. Let me talk to my boy. Hold on. <laughs> Let me talk to my boy. Oh my god, you're lying. I think he's. Don't think. Do we know? Is he on there? We lose him. You don't. I heard a dial tone. Right? Do we lose him? Maybe. Kip Moore is actually what? Walking in the door. Are you She's running. Oh, <laughs> we brought Kip here. Yeah. Hey, put that, put that mic back on you. Hey, Kira, put your mic on. Kip, we're gonna put you on that mic up there. <laughs> Kira, put that mic on you again. You, you, you. Oh, she's. You're, it's by your foot. Yeah, you're stepping on it. When she jumped up, the mic went flying off of her. Oh my god. Oh, you can just hold it. You can okay. just hold it. So, Kiara, meet meet our friend Kip. Hey, Kip, how are you? Wait, <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah. Quite cool. Okay. So, Kira, I love the outfit. You, you. you see Kip here? We brought him in for yeah. you. Yeah. What do you think? Oh. Uh, you said that's a man when that's you walked a man. in. <laughs> that's a man. That ain't no country man. That's not what I'm used to. Bro, your vibe. I Thank just you. love everything about I it. it. I'm here for it. I like yours too. Look at his voice. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. I like yeah. that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Posts on the ground. We got pictures. We'll get all the pictures you want. Yeah, right. they sent me your video. It was wild. Uh -huh. it, was, it, was, it, was you good, it? it was good stuff. Yeah, I like it. I like somebody that knows what they want. All, all you know facts. What I mean? All yeah. facts looking at video. What uh, is it, Kira, and a guy that you're looking like you see Kip, you love yeah. Kip, but what is it about Kip that to you screams that's the kind of guy I want? Um, I just like the whole his mannerism, how it's just more of like I'm just gonna do what I want to do type thing. Like you're a part of the country music, but you don't have to Take a breath. You're good. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> it's just your music alone. Like, literally, I was talking to my manager, someone not too long ago, and I was oh, saying... Oh, your manager. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, no, <laughs> hey, she's no, making no, money like on that. TikTok now. <laughs> she just told us. Yeah. Not like that, but no, I was talking to someone, and they asked me, like, why did I like Kip or whatever? And I was like, one thing about you, when it comes to other artists, I really don't listen to their albums. I'll listen to a okay. few songs, but I kid you, your album, Wild World, it was literally like, Thank oh, you. I like this song. I like this song. Thank like, you. Dang, I like this song. Like, it was so many likes, like... Your vibe is just different. I, I, I don't know you, how to I need describe you to go it. Hang out with my team. Oh, tell, yeah. them that. Can, <laughs> tell them that. I'm the hype queen. I'm telling you, your album is just like phenomenal. I'm Thank telling you. you. Thank you're, you. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. And I think to a guy like you, because you take such pride in that, in your full body of work, I think it's about the biggest compliment that you could get, right? Yeah, yeah. it's huge. Uh, um, that's. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, I probably spent at least a year making that record, and we recorded like. 19 songs for that record and I just kept like trying to get the perfect one so you did that yeah and I'll also say like sometimes with a lot of artists when they have a lot of songs on their album it's still only like five or seven that mm -hmm. you like but yeah. yours I was like majority of the songs I liked so it wasn't even I can tell that you didn't throw it together if that makes yeah. sense like he wasn't just I just want 15 17 I think you had 17 songs, yeah. <laughs> no, there's only, there's only uh, well, with the deluxe, I think there's like 16 or 17, but the, oh, okay. just the regular record, I think it was like 12 or 13. But, okay, yeah. well, you all... know she got the deluxe. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what, come on now, nothing small around gonna here. Do. Hello. We're huh? going to take, take a little break. <laughs> yeah, I caught that, yeah, I caught that. We're going to let it slide. Kiera Lewis is here, who <laughs> loves Kip Moore. We brought Kip in to meet her. <laughs> you out of line. Thank you so much. The Friday Morning Conversation with Kip Moore. So Kip Moore is here. Kiara Lewis is here, who we brought in. She just thought she was coming on to talk about how, how much she loved Kip. Yeah. You didn't know we were going to surprise you with Kip. Not at all. When he, she dropped her microphone in that last segment, and at the end of the segment, she goes, I don't even know what happened to my microphone, because you jumped out of your chair all the way across the it room. It was unexpected. He, it was just a reaction. Do Whenever you 
find guys that you like? Are you aggressive like that if you like them? I, first of all, aggressive, I could never. <laughs> but what do you mean like aggressive? Like, like you this? jumped out and was like, I love you. Oh, no. If I'm just like out in, if I'm just out in the country streets now, we keep it, we keep it timid. Yeah. We, just, we, just, we just act a fool on TikTok. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Kip was nice enough to go, hey, I'll bring my guitar too. So, I mean, it, he won't play if you don't want him to. Oh, what you mean? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Kip, yeah. your, your hair's long. Right? It is. It is. So you you didn't get a haircut in the last year? I did. Uh, probably. I mean, I, I a little bit, maybe three or four months ago. But it's just, yeah. It, it got it got out of hand for a minute though, for sure. Where have you been in the past <laughs> nine months or so? I spent like about three or four months in Kentucky doing a lot of climbing, and then I went out to Sedona and was uh, this like a mountain biking haven. So I was out there for quite a while, and then I came back, was working on music. And then went to Costa Rica, then went to Maui, and now back. Are you so, back now for how long? Because I know Kip Moore. Well, I, I'm, I'm back for a little bit because I'm working on something um, here in town. And then I'm, I'm planning on going to Nicaragua probably in May until we, we got some shows, a few shows booked up in the summer. Yeah, what do you think about this guy? I like that he's active. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> could, you be with, could you be with a guy that wanted to travel the world all the time and surf? Oh, yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. That's another... <gasps> That's another thing. He's a fire sign. We're both fire signs. You probably don't know that. He's an Aries. I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah. And we... I knew I was an Aries, but I don't know how like the whole thing works. Oh, like, no. We're, yeah. we're magic together. Magic. That's, okay. I'm telling you right now. I'm I telling you right it. now. It's, it's amazing. But no, I'm Sagittarius. So how, like, how would you handle the camping part of stuff? Like, Would you be able to... like? Do you, do you oh, need... Oh, I'm here for it. I actually did it last year for my friend's birthday. Okay. And then before the COVID, I did All solo right. traveling for three months. Wow. So I'm for I'm for That's traveling. Big. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't for it. I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Her bag is packed. Yeah. ready. <laughs> I don't need a bag. I just need you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Can, uh, can, I, can I make a couple requests? Are you good with that? Will you play Last Shot? You give someone yeah. Last Shot? First and course, Last Shot? Yeah. You know this song, Kira? You know Last Shot? I've probably heard it. Okay. Well, baby, love just one of those words just gets thrown around like a Jack and Coke sitting on a bar, baby, it gets watered down. I ain't gonna say it, I ain't gonna lie If you wanna know the truth, I will feel about you tonight If you were my last breath, I just wanna hold you My last night of hell on wheels, I wanna drive you like I stole you If you were my last shot Last shot of whiskey I press you to my lips Take a little sip Swirl you round and round and round And then I shoot you down There he is, Kip Moore. Okay, your reaction to watching him play right there Three feet from you um, Your voice is even better in person And I just love uh, the soul in it, that's what it is I appreciate it, just, it. I grew up on a lot of soul Ooh, so. it makes me feel like a wood Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was good My dad was always playing the soul in the house I mean, I even think about like guys like Fogarty has so much soul But he was always playing like Fogarty and B.B. And, uh, King and, and Sam Cooke and those guys So yeah. like, yeah it's, You got that Yeah <laughs> How about uh, Alola, She's Mine? Okay. Now I notice you're not capoing all the strings. What's that? I notice you're you're, you're leaving the E string uncapoed. Yeah, it kind of gives like a drop D, like a drop E sound. 
Oh, oh now I hear it. That big. And no, there's, I a little tri- there's a little trick for you. <laughs> All right, here we go. hard to find yeah. in towns old towns everywhere along that Houston map I've traveled there and back and I wonder where she's at yeah maybe she's in Dallas cheering for the Cowboys maybe laying low down in Mexico she loves the sunshine Yeah, maybe she's in Vegas At a table dealing blackjack Hey, if you wouldn't mind If you see her out tonight Tell her she's in my head what do you think about that? I saw you react to that one. I love that music video, too. I was like, real it. I should have did this reaction a while ago. That music video was good, too. Kip Moore's one. Sam Hunt is two. Who's three? Take that, Sam. Yeah. Ooh, hello. Yeah. 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 Well, Sam, where you at? But, um, um, I got to give it to my boy, Chase Rice. I really, I really love Chase Rice. All right. And four? Yeah. So many men on these country streets. I can't remember all their names. Oh, my God. You mentioned Jake. Jake. Jake could be up there. But not four. Not four. I know I'm missing somebody. Michael Ray? Michael Ray. <laughs> Michael Ray. Michael, Michael Ray. Ray. Yeah, that's the only way I can say. Michael Ray. Oh, my God. And my boy, BG. BG is the homie for life. He's definitely up there. And uh, Brantley's on the phone. I'm just kidding. He's not. I was about to say, oh, this day yeah. can't get any of them. <laughs> we told her you were on the phone. She started screaming. Yeah. And then when you walked in, Kip, it was over. Yeah. It was over. When you said you were coming in, oh, my goodness. Well, he, he just walked in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, Kira, you're f- extremely funny on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, Kip wanted to meet you. We, you know, he was like, "I'm down." Really? It, yeah. You, yeah. you were go. You know, how, do you have a TikTok? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what it was. No, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll try to bypass it as long as I can. No, but, I feel you know, that you're, yeah. you're on that vibe. You, you are the you're pure joy on that. Thank which you. is a, like, there's not a lot of that in the world. So I like, yeah. work. Kiara Lewis, seventy five on TikTok. Kiara, you've been a, a joy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank all y'all. Yeah. It can't get much better than this. Oh, my goodness. I know you want to get some pictures for Instagram, so we'll do that right after this break. And uh, Kip, appreciate you. You bet. Um, Thank you. You guys... You got the deluxe record part of the record out now? Yeah. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Say something about that. We, I know you were just not talking about that, but, you know, maybe we got some new listeners here. Yeah. I mean, we just, I, I always overcut for records and sometimes certain songs don't make it for uh, reasons of, you know, whether it's already had that kind of feel or groove or yada, yada. So we went back in and we pulled four of the tracks, like How High and Man's Gotta Do and some of these songs that, that I really loved and we placed them on the full record. So, yeah. You guys check it out. If you didn't think new Kip more music was out, well, you're wrong. It's out there. All right, Hello. back. In, nice to meet you. <laughs> you too. Kip, good yes, to see you again. Yeah. All right, back. back. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. 
That's a wrap for this week's show. I really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen in and hang out with me. I hope you enjoyed all the behind the scenes moments. We had a lot this week and a lot of updates for y'all on so many show members. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the things at Bobby Bones Show and go watch the videos we have up from this week at bobbybones.com. Plus, if you really want to and feel so inclined, you can follow me on social media at WebGirlMorgan. Thanks again. Have a great weekend, friends. Bye. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. I think that's it.